Technology, video games, yeah. yeah. I have a couple of anecdotes before we get into today's like relatively heavy subject material. Uh, first, Tyler, did I ever tell you that when I was in fourth grade, I tried to land my first girl by telling by by giving her a song and claiming that I wrote it, uh, and it was by the Spin Doctors, <laughs> <laughs> and she knew the song. <laughs> So so did it work? Uh no. She knew the song. She was like, you yeah, write but, this. <laughs> yeah, but she could have been like, Oh, but I love this song. She's like, This song has been on the radio like fucking twenty times a day every day since like nineteen ninety four. Well, I, I mean Fuck, she's you, heard you of the it, two princes. <laughs> you give it a good shot, dude. It was it was a good try. <laughs> okay, so yeah, but let me tell you about my hubris, right? Because yeah, after after she called me out, I was like, don't worry about it. I'll be back, and I'll really actually write you a song this time. So I came back with Blues Traveler. <laughs> nice, nice. What the fuck song? I, I think that's what the name of the band was. Uh, it was Blues Traveler. Um, yep, it is. What the fuck mm-hmm. was the name of it? Everybody, it's the only song by Blues Traveler. that, that I, don't, I don't know any song by Blues Traveler. So. You definitely do. Um, I, well, you can say that. Doesn't make it true. Blues they they did traveler. the runaround before somebody else did the runaround. It's got like a lot of harmonica in it. Uh what are you? Honey, won't you give me the runaround this time? Oh yeah, I know that song. Yeah, everybody knows Blues Traveler. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Right? So I was like, here, I actually wrote you a song. She's like, this is Blues Traveler. <laughs> it's like It's like fuck. <laughs> I never wrote her a song again. <laughs> this was before you it. could just look up song lyrics on the internet easily, people. Mm-hmm, this mm-hmm, was mm-hmm. this was fucking smart. I had to listen Mike, to the radio. <laughs> yeah, Mike and thought write it that down. he was gonna like really thought he was gonna get away with this. Yeah. I shouldn't have been listening to like hits ninety three point seven or whatever it was. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, this actually she, reminds me. I I was thinking about this earlier. Speaking of like before internet slash dial up internet. I was thinking about dial-up the other day, and I realized if you called somebody while in, like, the dial-up era and you couldn't reach them, it mm-hmm. likely meant that they were watching porn. Yeah. Yeah. You could tell when your friends were watching porn because you couldn't reach them on the phone. Or, ironically, they were on AIM. Just texting people. Or just like- not at home. No, 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 no. It's, it's different if you call somebody and they're using their phone line for internet. Then if they just rings and they don't pick up, yeah, it it would be like, it'd be like me 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 or yeah, something like, like that. You like get you, some, you like, can shitty... tell, you can tell there's a difference. It's not just that they don't pick up. It's it's a different signal or whatever. Yeah, you get like one of those like this number blah blah. Yeah, like something weird like that. Like one of those yeah. old fucking things. Yeah, or yeah, but or they're either looking at porn or they were on AIM. Like because back in the day, you looking had at to, porn, <laughs> you had to. <laughs> actually like cut off your ability to speak with somebody in order to fucking text dude over remember the remember aim like profiles yeah. uh where, where you like you could like make things all different colors and people would like hide words at the bottom of their profile in the same color as their background and shit 
Yeah, and everything was like blank X blank X. Yep. That was super and then, cool. Like, dude, people did not want to let AIM die. Like people I, were still using AIM like into Facebook days. My my very, very first girlfriend, uh, we primarily talked over AIM and all I remember is that her her screen name was Cowgirl something, and in retrospect, that's really funny. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, so so this girl, right, that I, I wrote that song for, right, all mm-hmm. by myself, um, <laughs> without the help of acclaimed <laughs> 90s musicians, the Spin Doctors and or Blues Traveler, uh, yep, yep, she yep. didn't let me have sex with her until we were like 21. <laughs> wow. It took that long. So we were nine at the time. So yeah, it, it took that long. It was a uh, it was a hard grind, but I finally I finally got it, and then and then it was over. As soon as you finished, you were like, yeah, yeah, right. it was, "It's like this is what you call this is what you call wrapping up loose ends." <laughs> also, she got me in trouble on AIM because in middle school, my parents read all of our messages somehow. And that's Ooh. how I was not allowed to use AIM anymore. That's how I ended up getting an email address at rock.com. <laughs> rock.com? That's a thing? Rock.com. So, yeah, so back in the day, I mean, I'm sure, I'm sure you can still do it. Like, back in the day, uh, like, most websites, you could, like, have an email address there. Or, like, a lot of websites, you could have an email address there. So I just, like, had rock. an email address oh. at rock.com. Hold up. I'm gonna see I would if love I can get to see an email still... address at rock.com. Uh, it takes you to Rocket Mortgage, so I don't. Rock.com's gone. Who yeah, that's too bad. I was absolutely <laughs> gonna make Bonsai Pop Team at rock.com. New business oh email. <laughs> Fuck yeah, <laughs> dude. JM would have loved rock.com. <laughs> it was all. It was all. It was all JM music. Oh, speak, um, speaking of JM. Uh, and other people that are also in our Patreon. We have Alpha Sigma, Charles Le Saucier, Karis, Luthi, Omni Penguin, Sensei Kit, and uh, the Cock Warlock, aka Mr. Loser, if I'm not mistaken. That's right. Uh, in the, the chat with us. Mr. I Cock guess. Warlock was our uh, Super Saiyan God or <laughs> yeah, you... our lucky patron of the week? No, no, no. Super Saiyan God, because he's in here. Uh... You, you you had to uh, bleep out both of the names of our patrons in the yeah, last video. Yeah, it was Joe. It was Jojo Cunt and the Cock Warlock. I was like, "Fuck!" <laughs> <laughs> Just happened like that. It's really funny. Yeah, but uh, my last little anecdote uh, before we get into it is, I was thinking as I woke up to do this podcast about how much time. I've had Alanis Morissette stuck in my head over my life and what I would do with all that time back. Mm-hmm. And I think I would write a book about Alanis <laughs> Morissette. <laughs> Let's say, would you write a song? <laughs> I would write a book about Alanis Morissette and her, her great gifts to humanity. What the hell did I... It's out of my head now, but I had it stuck. You know Alanis Morissette, right? Like, yeah, yeah. Little Pill. She did... Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. All Alanis Morissette, yeah. It's like rain on your wedding day. The ironic song that isn't ironic, which makes it ironic. Dude, she was hilarious. like thinking. She was think. She was like. She was like on like, like Hannibal, fucking, like levels, levels with yeah. that song. She was like, "I'm gonna write a song about things being ironic, 
and then all the lyrics in the song aren't actually going to be ironic, and that's going to make it ironic, don't you yeah, think? Yeah, dude. She was thinking in the fifth dimension. Yeah. It's fucking, yeah. it's like 3D chess. Yeah, 100%, right dude. Also, Cole yeah. just joined. What up, Cole? Hey, Cole. Yeah. But, but that's not the song that I had stuck in my head. No? It was, it was like, I got one hand in my pocket, the other one is a that's literally what plays over and over in my head because i don't know all the words and that was uh that was probably the best part <laughs> you about... just get that one line <laughs> now I got one hand in my pocket. <laughs> yeah that one line that i don't know all of <laughs> that was that was the best part about those song that's, lyrics that that's I how you know that it's a girl. good song dude like yeah it was that it, i didn't it, it, I didn't get what? the song lyrics right, and she called me out for it. So not only <laughs> did she call me out for stealing these songs, but also for getting them wrong. <laughs> Dude, nobody knew the song lyrics back in the day, because you couldn't just look them up. You, you, yeah, had, to, you, like, had, you had to buy the listen. fucking album. Yeah. yeah. And not only that, but like I knew the Spin Doctors. She knew the name of Blues Traveler. Like I didn't hear, I didn't know that that song was by a band called Blues Traveler because obviously I forgot after she's told me because I was like traumatized mm-hmm. um, <laughs> that I failed twice <laughs> to woo her with my songwriting prowess. Um, but uh, Dude, you know how long it took me to learn the lyrics to "The Middle" by Jimmy Eat World. <laughs> Wait, really? I. <laughs> I didn't realize, even though the song is called The Middle, I never understood that he was saying in the middle of the ride. Oh, is that what it is? Yeah, I guess yeah. I guess you're right. I don't really know the words to that either. Take some time, sometime, little da, 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 girl da, da, da. in the middle of the ride. Like, it's little girl in the middle of the ride. I knew little girl, and then it was just a blank spot. And then everything, everything will be just fine. <laughs> it's as literally as I- the name of the song. Like, I remember, like, back in the day, like, watching Blink-182 interviews, and Tom DeLonge would always talk about how much he liked Jimmy Eat World. Mm-hmm. And I would, like, listen to Jimmy Eat World, and I was like, this is, like, rock music. You know what I mean? Like, this isn't even, like, this isn't, like, punk music. This is, this is fucking rock music. You know what I mean? Like, this is, like, yeah, yeah. like ball-standard rock music. And there's nothing wrong with Jimmy Eat World. Like, it's not butt rock. It's not even, like, 90s rock. I, I, would, I, I would say it's, like... uh closer to what's that band that did that song about doing like a bunch of meth and then falling asleep with your dick inside somebody <laughs> what's that what's that band i'm not I know, sure i know you know the song kit's gonna tell me who it was i probably do know it but i can't think of it also cole says everybody should memorize it's the end of the world as we know it by rem uh, i think that's i think we just memorized it by that one line i disagree um, everybody should memorize shiny happy people by rem Way better song. Kit says, what song? I said the one that was written by that 90s band that's about doing a bunch of meth and then falling asleep with your dick inside somebody. I I keep wanting to say, I keep wanting to say like Three Days Grace or Third Rock from the Sun or Three Doors Down, but it's none of those guys. Um, But it's that sound. You you got the sort of like, I'm a depressed white guy sound. Creed would never sing a song about doing meth and fuck it. (laughs) Dude, Creed wishes they were that cool. What's that fucking song? Uh, God damn it. It, it! Like it's so. I bet you there's people screaming at me right now. It's not drunken lullabies, isn't that by? Probably. That's by Flogging Molly, isn't it? Um. All right. So I have what, no what, idea. What, what, describe it I one more time. 
okay, the song is about doing meth. Do, and then song about doing meth. And then falling asleep with your dick inside of somebody. And falling asleep inside someone. Oh, Drunken Melodies is flogged. Semi-Charmed Life by Third Eye Blind? Yeah, that's what it is. Semi-Charmed Life. There you life. go. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that song is about doing math and, like, getting blowjobs and, like, it's a ter- It's a ho- The lyrics are horrible, dude. It's a great <laughs> like, song, though. It is. It's a great song. So, it, like, I think that Jimmy World is, like, closer to Third Eye Blind than... The fact yeah, that like, I can look up song about doing meth and falling asleep inside someone, and the first thing is is correct. It's pretty impressive. Good job, yeah. Google. Well, I mean, that was the thing. It was like it was on the radio. Okay. Oh, yeah. it, it's like, uh, you know, summertime kind of life, baby, baby, baby. I want something, something else. else. Yeah. Get me through this life. Yeah. It's it's like it's a great pop song it is but it's, it's really about good. doing meth and like fucking getting blowjobs and like and i'm bumped again and then i bumped again and like it's just like <laughs> blowing crystal meth dude it's fucking ridiculous um but yeah so uh jimmy Eat world they have one good song and that song's like are you listening whoa and then it you know it's just like kind of does that a bunch of times mm. that's jimmy Eat world's best song in my opinion all the rest Man. of jimmy Eat world kind of sucks this is like back when if you only listen to the radio which is like the only way to listen to music for free you just didn't know song the rest of the songs of an artist mm-hmm. that's crazy i mean i always bought cds like Always bought CDs. Uh, my dad some of my first CDs. Some of my first gifts were CDs. Like I had this like punk rock version of uh, Schoolhouse Rock. So it was like a bunch of. Um, it was like a bunch of uh, like alternative '90s bands covering like all of the main Schoolhouse Rock songs. So mm-hmm. that was really cool, and it taught me how to do my multiplications by three: three, six, nine, twelve, fifteen, eighteen, twenty-one, twenty-four, twenty-seven, thirty. Bada boom. God damn. I still know it. Yeah. That's because the song, dude. It was like no, I three, know, six, I nine, know. 12, 15, 18, 21, 24, 27, 30. <laughs> Man and a woman had a little baby. There was three in the family. <laughs> like, dude, Schoolhouse Rocks really helped. Uh, like, um, I'm just a Bill. I mean, that song literally Yeah, dude, you. I'm just a bill. Yeah, I'm just a bill. The bill. Yes, I'm only a bill. a bill. And I'm sitting here on Capitol, on Capitol Hill. Hill. Well, now it's a long, long journey to the Capitol City. <laughs> I wonder if they still use those. I don't know. I mean, probably not in school. We, we don't... You Well, that's what I meant, is if they still use it in school. We don't have the audience to find out. Uh, unless yeah, we true. have an audience... Unless, like... Some of our audience members have kids that are in school with it. Uh, that's fucking crazy. <laughs> yeah, it is I, crazy. I, I remember, I think it was, like, either for, like, one of my really late elementary school or, like, a middle school birthday. I want to say it was late elementary school. We gave away party favors at the end, and they were mixed CDs oh. of, like, my favorite songs at the time. <laughs> Hell yeah, dude. Uh, dude, like, making mixed CDs was fucking dope. It was sick. Um, like, I've had I've had a couple girlfriends that had really good music taste. Um, Devin has good music taste, but our tastes don't always align. Like, Devin's mm-hmm. really into like this sad girl goth thing. You know, I think all Devin wishes is that she could be like 
a big titty goth girlfriend. Um, it, she's mean, almost she, there. <laughs> I was, I was say, she, she has the style for it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, you know, so, so she, like, for instance, like, we both love the Descendants, um, though I kind of, I kind of helped, like, really get her into that. Um, and, and like a lot of bands like that, you know, uh, dead Kennedys and stuff, but like we diverge where I like a lot of ska. She's really not into ska, mm. which to, in her defense, I've made her listen to a lot of ska and she just doesn't like it. <laughs> like, like you've tried. Yeah. Like she likes less than Jake, but less than Jake is closer to like no effects and stuff. I think, you know, mm-hmm. um, but, uh, Devin really likes dance, Gavin dance. And I fucking hate Dance Gavin Dance. So like she she can okay. really deal with that um she can deal with like that like like fucking I just can't I just can't do that. Sounds like somebody just like finished the song and just started throwing up. Yeah, pretty much. That's it to me. That's what Dance Gavin Dance sounds like. And I I just like part of my reason I don't like Dance Gavin Dance because I think Johnny Craig is a fucking garbage person. You know, he's like he's like a drug addict and like a fucking rapist and shit like that. Like he's just done a lot of bad things. Not that I haven't listened to music that's been made by bad people. Like I used to listen to uh. Well, first of all, uh, fucking, oh my god, both of them are escaping me right now. Um, nice. What's the first band that ended up being, uh, god damn it, the Krusty Punk fucking, every, like, every Krusty Punk's favorite fucking band. Um, I'll never, I'll never forget them, or I'll never remember you, right Oh, now. I was gonna say, you're literally forgetting them right now. <laughs> yeah, and you aren't gonna help me. Uh, not even a little. <laughs> only Counting crows? Only, <laughs> no, no, this guy, he sings like this! Like, I can't fucking remember the name of uh, the band off the top of my, they have two bands, um, Choking Victim, and, uh, what's the other one? I, I, I can't remember. I don't fucking know. No, 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 no. <laughs> No, 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 <laughs> Guy with micro penis who would throw shit on stage. Choking uh, victim has another. Choking victim has another band um, made up with G-G of like the same members. Allen? Gigi Allen. Yeah, it's Gigi. <laughs> wow, Allen. that actually worked. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Gigi Allen is it was a terrible human being. Um, definitely the most punk rock person who has ever lived. Uh, but Gigi Allen is is out of control, <laughs> and he's from New Hampshire, um, and I know his brother because uh, his brother used to come into the the quarters all the time when I worked there, and uh, I'd just be I'd be like, because I remember seeing him right, and he always wore sunglasses, and he had like a really 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 long Hitler mustache, and like I was it, always, it was like the the width of Hitler, but then longer, yeah. Like, like over his lips. Yeah. Like, like yeah. he had like a like a mini like like veil <laughs> before his lips. Yeah, 
he always wore black round <laughs> like sunglasses that you couldn't see through a uh, bowler hat and had a long hitler mustache and i remember wow. like one day i was like i was talking to my the owner and i was like who's that guy that always comes in he's like yo that's gg allen's brother dude I was like, are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> that's, that's Gigi's brother? What the fuck? Is it Gigi's dad. Uh, he died. Um, but yeah, Gigi, Gigi was, uh, he was a bad person. <laughs> I mean, like, he would just get naked on stage and, like, literally smear himself with his, with his own shit and then go and, like, wrestle people and, like, rub his little... He literally, like, go watch the Gigi Allen documentary and, and just take it in. Just take it in, okay? It's crazy. Um, oh, Kit says uh, she played a show with us, but I believe you, dude. Those guys were all over the place. <laughs> like, especially if you were down living in Texas. I think they went down there quite a bit. Um, anyway, uh, let's talk about the main, um, the main point of the, the, the beginning of this show. Yeah, so I wanted to, I wanted to have a, a semi-serious discussion uh, about burnout right so so generally uh if this is your first bonsai podcast um you know Sorry. like generally we're kind of pell-mell about things uh but i think you know every once in a while it's good to have like a like a topic or like a theme you know to talk about and i think that burnout is something that um it's a word that gets thrown around a lot and well especially in our space yeah especially in the youtube like sphere and doesn't really get uh it's like everybody knows that burnout is bad but i don't think people really understand how bad it can be until you see it right so i guess i mean where do we start you know what i mean <laughs> like well, like uh, i feel like um Mike and I have both experienced burnout to varying degrees. I mean, I, I mean, to be fair, like all of us, I think on YouTube who do it full time have, yeah. Uh, unless we, ha- unless some... you have like an amazing audience where you can just release whenever you get three million fucking views, and then you're good for like three months. You know what I mean? Right, right. Like, like yeah, there, there are people who are like, uh, I, I think like H Bomber guy is a good example of somebody who like, you know, he has a really strong Patreon. Uh, like, like insanely strong, you know, he only has to release, he releases like a couple times a year. So he puts a lot of work into those videos, but he takes his time with it. Same thing with like philosophy tube. Uh, like, like mm. they don't really feel like they're burning out, you know, and their content really doesn't re- really shows it too. It's really top notch stuff because they can take the time, uh, because they don't have to worry about making stuff for monetary gain. You know what I mean? Same thing with hardcore history. Like Dan Carlin, yeah. mm-hmm. he releases like once a year. Mm-hmm. I mean, granted, it's a five-hour podcast, but like once a year, dude. Yeah, uh, <laughs> he's like living off that shit. Yeah, and, uh, and for good internet reason, historian too. too is also like that. Like his main yeah. channel. I mean, he, he releases about once a month on on his uh, secondary channel, but they're mainly oh, okay. podcasts. Uh, I mean, I mean, they're podcast. They're they're heavily edited podcasts. We watch some. When I was over there. With oh, you. you're talking about internet historian, not gaming historian. But yeah, they're kind historian. of in the same boat, honestly. Yeah. So so th- there is a way to do YouTube that doesn't really hit you with burnout. And it's really cool, but very few people have the audience to do that. Yeah. Uh, but however, it's also... Yeah. Oh, so yeah, go for it. Uh, I, I was just going to say, however, the majority of the rest of us have felt burnout a lot. Mike and I certainly have. Uh, Grant from Tree School, probably more than either of us, even. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, and, uh, you know, it, it sucks. It sucks yeah. and it's hard. And oftentimes, even if you're feeling it, you don't think that you can stop. Right. And it's not it's not just something that like plagues the YouTube space either. You know, no. it's just something that you hear a lot about because our job is to talk, uh, you know. So obviously when that kind of stuff happens, like you talk about it kind of. I mean, some people do, some people don't. And um, uh, Luthi asks if YouTube algorithm is still demanding quantity over quality. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, like if you want to kill better it on YouTube. Than it used to be. Yeah, but if you want to kill it on YouTube, you got to release like every fucking day. You're still like, no matter how good your views are for your big releases, you're going to make more views if you're releasing every day. That's just the way that goes. 100%. Um, Like, there are channels that release every day, get 10,000 views a video, but they make bank because it just adds up so fast. Yeah. And, and like, those videos, for the most part, like I'm not gonna I'm not gonna like call out anybody or anything like that, but those videos for the most part are trash content. Like that's the whole point of it. It's a TikTok type of thing where it's like you make a video every day with about two minutes of actual substance and the rest of it is fluff. Like you've seen them before. If people repeat themselves, uh they have like extended intros, extended outros. You know, like you have to search. It's it's usually something you'll run into if you're looking for like instructions on a video game or help with the tool, you know, or something like that. Like anything like they are so full of fluff in order for these people to be able to get stuff out every day. It's the equivalent to those fucking like cooking recipe websites where like I just want the fucking website (laughs) and you have to read through like the fucking. Yeah, yeah, I just want the the recipe and you have to read through the the fucking author's like childhood trauma. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) to get to like how do i make jalapeno poppers you know like yep and the the recipe is always always down at the bottom so you have to scroll through the whole thing so all the ads show up on the fucking thing it's fucking stupid it is stupid like and it's 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 just bad for the creator right because it makes it not fun for the creator because the creator has to follow all these stupid rules that honestly like i'm gonna be real nobody wants to do that Nobody wants to make a 10 minute video because they can't make a two minute video. Dude, nobody I wants to do that. Literally yesterday I had a four hour meeting with a, a new uh person that I'm doing YouTube consulting for. And at the end of it, he was like, There's so many fucking rules to do this right. Can I just like not do that? And I was <laughs> like, That's what we do. You can just forget <laughs> about it and work primarily off of your Patreon, but you have to get an audience to do that. <laughs> mm-hmm. And even still, it's like we still follow. We like, still have we to still, follow a, a good majority of them. I mean, yeah, I would say I would say probably like more than less. Like, oh, a hundred percent. We just don't do like we're not like the Naruto channel, you know, or yeah, or yeah. the like. The we Dragon don't do the same thing every single fucking video, right? To to gain that audience. Yeah, exactly. And I mean, but I'm even talking about little things like making sure that tags are in every single video. Like when was uh, like, I think I've clicked on a tag like once, you know, like you have to make sure that your ads are spaced out in the exact right way so that they play. You know, you have to like do a ton of stupid shit like our outros. You know, I would love to sit and talk to people for five minutes in our outros, but people don't watch it. The majority of people won't watch that. So we have to cut them. You know, that's why our outros are like. Yeah, that's why our outros are like, lucky patron, blah, 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 yada, yada, see you next time. Boom. Yep. 
you know if i could just be like oh, thanks bye you know that would be that would be it you know um but anyway it's just like yeah there's millions and millions of stupid little rules like the yeah. idea that you have to fill up your tag section more or less or like you know you want to fill up your tag section so like well, come you, up with you want to fill up your tag section but you can't fill it up too much it has to be the right amount of tags mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah i would like yeah, i would like a lot to of do fucking outros rules. with real talk but yeah so but, so yeah. Bur- burnout is is i think that it's something that primarily is uh a phenomenon that exists in capitalist societies um and i think that it is whoa wait sorry do you hear that no it's the the sound of an angry yep (laughs) yeah (laughs) yeah i mean it's burnout is fueled by greed that's the way that it goes right so like for instance um back in england uh way long time ago there was a plague everybody knows it uh the black death right and when that swept through it took out an entire generation of workers right i mean like the black plague is like the closest thing that you can you can think of to atomic annihilation right like it was bad and this was still when the when england was an aristocracy right so there's a king and a queen and like they actually mattered and like all this shit right so mm-hmm, mm-hmm. the peasants were workers right and well, yeah. when this when this black plague came through uh all the workers died so they had to get kids and young people into these jobs i mean like these were these were businesses and and even even you know like social leaders that were now like 20 and down to like nine, you know, like that were that had to work and work and work and stuff like that. And then because there was so limited amount that that was when workers started being able to bargain because it was, you know, that was when the ruling class realized, oh, like we need these fucking people or else everything is going to fall apart, you know. Um, and in the Industrial Revolution, it was kind of the same thing, you know, like in, in America, too. Uh, there was a lot of issues with uh, children working. Um, lots of like people who were too old to work were working. Uh, and, you know, people were getting paid with... It, you had an option. You could either get a keg or you could get a paycheck. And a lot of people took the keg because <laughs> they worked all the fucking time. And the only way to fucking deal with it was to just be drunk. And like back in the day, they were drunk. Like people working heavy heavy machinery in buildings without fire escapes were just fucking drunk all the time. And there were kids in there you know, people were losing hands and like all this shit. And that was, you know, it was just that, that was the way it was. You just worked and worked and worked and worked. And it, it really was like the industrial revolution that kind of like set this standard. Right. Because mm-hmm. anything's better than that. Well, literally <laughs> you know our I mean? school system is based off of the industrial revolution too. See, like, I don't know about that, so enlighten there, me. There's a really good video about it. I can't remember exactly who did it. Uh, it's like a TED Talk. Mm-hmm. Um, but, like, the idea that, like, a bell controls your life and there's, like, a ring for lunch and a ring for after and you, you separate people, you know, by age and stuff like that. All that came from the Industrial Revolution. And we, and we we basically packaged it up 
and said, well, this is how we'll do schooling now, too. Uh, which yep. is ridiculous right. because education so does not work that way. Yep. Uh, a lot of people think uh, I, I, I had a really, really good teacher who did another TED talk uh, about how a lot of people see education like a ladder where it's like it, for math, for example, it's like you learn, you know, arithmetic and then you learn geometry and then you learn calculus, et cetera. And it's like you're climbing up this ladder of knowledge and mm-hmm. it's much, much more like a leaf's veins. Yep. It's like, yeah, they're all related, but they're all very different. Like I was pretty good at science. In school, like I was really good at chemistry, I was great at biology. I cannot do physics to save my fucking life. Yeah, because it's math. Yeah, <laughs> well, because it's math, science. but it's but it's, <laughs> it's yeah, but it's math in a way that does not make fucking sense to me. I cannot give you the fucking like tension of a spring for my life, and I tried. <laughs> yeah, or like the trajectory of like a object that weighs this much. Uh, with a gravitational force of this much, uh, yeah. thrown with a an acceleration of this much, you know, and then a de- deaccelerate. Like, what's the deacceleration of it? <laughs> you know, where will it mm-hmm. hit? Yeah, like that shit is really. And other uh, people difficult. are like, "How do you not get this? You know the formulas." And I'm like, "Yeah, but I don't understand the basic, like the fundamental concept." Still hurts my brain to this day. It doesn't fucking work. Yeah, yeah. So, so basically, like after the industrial revolution. Again, the idea kind of comes down to like anything is better than that. Anything is better than no laws or restrictions, right? So, you know, eventually we get whittled down to the 40 hour work week, right? Um, which was originally meant for the man in the family to work 40 hours a week, and that was enough to pay for their family, right? Um, which, you know, could have been anywhere from a wife and a kid to a wife and seven kids. My grandfather was a chemistry professor and uh, he fed six fucking kids and his wife all by himself and had That's a house and, and, and a car and all sorts of stuff. You like, know, like thinking about that now, it sounds insane. You mm-hmm. know, it, mm-hmm. like people are like, was he also Batman? <laughs> like, no. I you mean, know? he had a P- he had a PhD, mm-hmm. so you know he was he he was definitely you know up there. But he worked at a state school. Mm-hmm. He worked at UMass, and they are retired now off of his work, and they live half of the year in a really nice place in Arizona, and half of the year in a gorgeous place in New Hampshire. That's the way that that things were built to be. And then um, we had women's suffrage, which is something that absolutely should have happened. But the government, instead of it being okay, they punished everybody for it, right? And a lot of like a lot of these stupid misogynist pricks will go around and be like, "Oh, it's the women's fault for wanting to work and not being in the kitchen with the babies." And it's like, no, it's not. It's not. It's a human right to to be able to work and make money, right? Mm-hmm. The government fucking allowed corporations to cut people's wages to the point where now it's expe- it's expected that a woman and a man will both work, right? And that nobody will take care of their fucking kids. Do you know how much it would cost me for daycare? Like me, you know, me and Devin have gone off oh, and on I, about having a kid. I but know like, almost exactly how much it would cost. Like I, I have a friend 
who lives in the Bay Area. Uh, I, I think she's in Oakland now. She had her first kid. I think Ooh. her kid's like a year and a half old. She had Rough her kid. Neighborhood. She had her kid during COVID. Oh, and, yeah. and this is not like they make like she works at LinkedIn. She makes money. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like she's making yeah. six figures plus. And her husband, She's doing in Oakland. <laughs> she's just because, somewhere better. <laughs> because she's in the Bay Area, she gets paid more than if she worked anywhere else. Yeah, that's true. She gets yeah, paid, guess, like, they actually will lower your, if she moved to, let's say, Seattle, she'll get 90% of what she gets paid right now. Jesus. Yeah, the, and, well, the Bay Area is the most expensive place in the country, mm-hmm. at least. Yeah. yeah. But, but her husband works for the, uh, the uh, rental company where they live, so they get 40% off their rent, mm. which is huge. You know, he doesn't get paid very much, but it takes care of, because their rent would be, like, $2,000 more. You know, Jesus Christ, (laughs) it's ridiculous. I don't remember exactly where she lives. The point is, it's fucking expensive still. Uh, Oakland's rough, dude. Oakland is like a rough neighborhood. And when I saw her recently for a bachelorette party, she was telling me that, like, they still barely have the money for everything they need. And they're making over six figures because daycare itself is costing thousands of dollars a month. Yeah, for me, you know? my rent is eight fifty, right? Yeah, I Mine's live in the 960. sticks. Yeah, like I live in the sticks, so like you know, eight fifty is it's what it should be. You know what I mean? I think when I look at my apartment, I'm like, yeah, this you know, eight fifty seems like a pretty fair deal. It's yeah, something that you can pay. Big. Yeah, it's pretty like it's pretty damn big, especially if you took most of our shit out of it. Our, our well, house yeah, is really yeah. fucking cluttered. Your house is pretty you know? fucking big. You have an upstairs. Yeah, like two bedrooms, pretty nice yeah. place. Yeah, and I believe that it should cost about eight fifty in today's economy. You know, that leaves us a little bit of room to save. You know, et cetera, et cetera. You should have you should have room to save. Uh, and you know, like daycare for me, for one kid would be seventeen fifty a month. Mm. It's like fucking over twice my rent. Just mm-hmm. for daycare. I mean, yeah. which granted, like, we wouldn't need because, you know, Devin isn't working right now. She wants to work. She's working on getting work, um, you know, but she has, like, disabilities and stuff, so it's difficult. Like, it's not like she can't just go work at Dunkin' Donuts. Right. Uh, which is now paying $15 an hour. Sounds hey, awesome. Hey, good job, Dunkin'. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, a lot of things around here are paying 15 uh, which is neat. And you get, like, all these sign-on bonuses because they're so desperate to get people to work. Um. <laughs> Regardless, uh, so yeah, so so when when women entered the workforce, like women were punished for it. They still don't get paid as much as men do for doing the same job, and families got punished for it because now it's expected that two people work and the kids basically like you know get fucked. I mean, the, it 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 brought up a whole generation of latchkey kids that brought up a whole generation of latchkey kids. I mean, the idea of a family bond is basically not there for the majority of people, especially the lower to lower middle class of people. I was a latchkey kid. My mom and dad didn't get home till five, 7 PM. So after school, I went home, unlocked my door, you know, grabbed my skateboard and like rode my bike to the skate park. And that's where I, that's where I hung out. Kit says she was a latchkey kid. I'm sure a lot of people in here were, you know, yeah. um, the through. American, 
I was huh? to say part part way through my childhood, my dad moved his office to work at home. Yeah. Uh, which was great when I was younger. Then it sucked when I was older. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, it was like I don't get me wrong. Like I didn't get along with my parents very well anyway. So being a latchkey kid was great. Um, and like you know, despite despite my many stars, I really wasn't like a big troublemaker. You know, I was a mischief maker, but I I wasn't like. <laughs> I wasn't like any of the, like the psychopath kids, you know, that like you hear about and stuff like that. Um, but in America, like it wasn't until the nineties that we got, uh, uh, an act that like really allowed people to spend any time with their kids after legally after, like after giving birth and even still it's unpaid and, and, and it's, it's only stupid small compared to other countries. Yeah, it's something like four weeks to mm-hmm. four months, something like that. Like, like it's really, really small, and it's it's basically only for women. Yep. Which, great. So you know, so and that leads into other things like, oh, like we don't want to, you know, we don't want to hire women of of birthing age because they're, you know, they think of women as like part time employees because women can get pregnant, which is like they're fucking right, and they should be allowed to get fucking pregnant. You know, and then they should be allowed to have kids, <laughs> you mm-hmm. know, like, I mean, sure, some people shouldn't be allowed to have kids, but this is America. You're free. You do whatever you want. You know, like have a fucking kid or eight. <laughs> Please don't have eight kids. Yeah, I was gonna say, maybe Nobody not needs eight. eight kids. Nobody needs eight kids. But anyway, yeah, like, you know, unless you have the biggest farm, you know, in the world. Sure. Have eight kids. They're going to work on your farm. You know, they're probably going to have a decent life. But, but um, almost everywhere else, it is, like, way more. Afghanistan has a 90-day maternity leave. Is it paid? Uh, good question. Does it say... Because places like France... Wages, it does say. Hold on. Uh, where was that? I, I want to say it was 100%, but... Wow. Because places like France, they have, like, six months eight months for mm-hmm. men and women paid yes a hundred percent uh wages for how long 90 days 90 days that's three months three months they're still better than us yeah australia <laughs> you know? and gives you a year but you don't get paid at all okay that's still job protection though you know Fiji what i mean has 84 days which seems strange and they give you i guess a flat rate okay so it's not so like disability. Kinda. I don't know how much yeah. it is, but yeah, it, this is actually pretty interesting. Yeah. Kara says uh, he knows a family with 11 kids. My grandmother grew up next to a lady who had 20 kids. Catholics. <laughs> that's, that's, that's just, that's why. <laughs> that's why. Catholics. <laughs> fucking, fucking Denmark, man. 18 weeks, you get 100% of your wage times 10 more weeks may be taken by either parent. God damn. Yeah. It's uh it So you get you get a hundred percent for eighteen weeks, and then you can still take another ten weeks off and either parent can do it. Yep. So yeah, so so basically the idea is that like we are we are way fucking behind on this stuff in America. Yeah. And what it shows when it when it when you dig down into all of it, what it shows is the intrinsic greed of a capitalist society unchecked 
because when you get pregnant, and when I say you, obviously, you know, literally, I mean women, but obviously, families. When families right. get pregnant, they, the women specifically, are no longer considered workers. They're considered, you know, their time on the force is ticking, basically. And once they go into, once they get to the point where they can't work anymore, and then they have to go into labor and have the kid afterwards, it's like, yo, if you don't get back here, you're fucking gone. Sorry, we'll fill your, we'll like, we'll fill your space with somebody else who wants to work. You know, because I mean, that's really the attitude, uh-huh. right? Like, oh, you don't want to work. You want to fucking have a bond with your child. Fine, you're fired. Enjoy not making any money. You know, it's it's like it's fucking disgusting. It's disgusting. There's no, there's no there's absolutely no excuse. And we were supposed to we were supposed to get that fixed. Thanks to Joe Manchin and Kristen Cinema, uh, it's not happening. Neither is Free Community College, which pisses me off because I have a fucking loan that I have to pay now. Um. <sighs> so, anyway. Yeah. So so so. <laughs> Remember when we were talking about burnout? It's all connected. we are. We're still. Yeah. It's all connected. It's all connected. So, what happens? Well, let me let me not get a hold of myself or ahead of myself. So, so now we're in a we're in a space where inflation has gotten so bad that. Even if you're working with two full-time jobs and a family, you almost can't even afford to have a kid. Yeah. One the, kid. Like, you basically now, if you keep money in the bank, you are losing money. Because what do you inflation, mean? Because your yearly inflation is so high, if you just let your money sit there, you are not ga- gaining enough interest to combat inflation. Oh. Oh, like in a savings account. Yeah. Yeah. Like, the only reason I'm making money on my savings is because I haven't invested. Right. Which is a gamble. Which is a huge... And I'm I'm not investing in stocks. I have crypto investments. Uh, which have paid off really well, and I'm really happy about it. But yeah, I, I put in money, and I hold on to money in my savings account with a fucking death grip on it in case I lose everything else. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, so yeah, so so we're we're now in a time where inflation has gotten so bad that like I mean, don't get me wrong, like in the middle of the country and in the south, cost of living is is a lot lower than it is where I live and where Tyler lives. But even still, they aren't even close to up to date. You know? I mean, we had that we had this whole podcast where we were freaking out about prices over over houses and lands and stuff like that. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. uh and how cheap it was and shit like that in Wyoming and stuff. That's why millennials are going to buy Wyoming. We're doing it. We're yep. going to build the asshole cannon. Everything's going to be great. Um, <laughs> but again, it's like, you know, you can't just move to those areas in Wyoming. There's nothing around there. <laughs> there's no, you know, like there's no internet. There's no fucking roads. <laughs> like, like, yeah, you can buy a fuck ton of land, but then you're going to have to put all the money into like, there's no infrastructure. Exactly. Kit. Thank you. Yeah. Um, so. So yeah, you know, it's, it's, we are behind super behind. and what it's, what it's causing is more people having to work more 
for less. And I think what we're seeing right now, especially after, uh, or, or I mean, after the original pandemic nightmare, right? Like we're still in the middle of it. It has not gone away. There is still a bunch of assholes that are out there not getting fucking vaccinated and are dying and spreading it to other people and killing other people's kids. Like, let's not fucking sugarcoat this shit, right? Mm-hmm. Like, if you are not getting vaccinated by choice for fun, you could be a fucking child murderer and you should go to fucking jail for being a child murderer. As far as I'm concerned. You know what I mean? You get COVID and you give it to a fucking kid. Fuck the, the, the only reason not to get a vaccine now is if you literally can't. For Yeah, you know, and there are people that can't, and that's yeah. totally fair. But those people are depending on the people who can to get it so mm-hmm. they can go and live their lives. But they can't because of all these fucking people that are, like, scared of losing their freedom, man. And, like, this isn't just a southern thing, though it is really prevalent in the south. But right now, New York mm-hmm. City, right New York City, the, 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 the emerald gem of the East Coast, is fucked on their emergency services because so many of these dicks refuse to get their fucking COVID vaccine. Excuse me? What? Your emergency services, motherfuckers. Like, you're fine running into a burning building that's collapsing. You know, you'll be heroes on 9-11. But you won't get a COVID shot? For reference, I this week I got uh I got a flu shot and then once that was over I got my COVID booster. Right? So I'll tell you what, flu shot is a lot worse than a COVID booster <laughs> or a COVID shot, period. I've had now three shots. And I can tell you the flu shot fucking sucks. Well, three COVID shots. Yeah, three COVID shots. Three COVID shots, one flu shot. Yeah. Yeah, and the flu shot was worse than all three COVID shots put together. You know, like it, it's it's fucking ridiculous. Uh, and I guarantee you that most of these people have had the flu shot. Most of them have probably had the polio shot. You know, smallpox, tetanus, all sorts of stuff. Like I, I guarantee you can't go to fucking college without getting a tetanus shot. Mm-hmm. What I mean, you is can't different? go to public school without getting shots. Yeah. Like what what I mean, what is different about the COVID boost or the COVID shot and the fucking tetanus shot? I don't know. It's politica. It's politicized. That's the difference. Yeah, exactly. It's it's politicized. So but besides besides that, that was uh, sorry about my tangent. That, that was a tangent, there. yeah. <laughs> but, but you you um, seem to really be going for it, so. Yeah, it pisses <laughs> pisses me off, dude. Yeah, it pisses, it pisses me, me off. off too. I'm I'm happy. Yeah, that, Oregon has an over an eighty percent vaccination rate. Yeah, it's because eighty percent of its fucking population lives in two cities. Whoa, and everybody who's vaccinated lives whoa. outside of it. <laughs> Three cities. Okay, there you All go. All right, <laughs> we got Portland, Eugene, and Bend. <laughs> uh, oh, I forgot about Eugene. What about Salem? It's not that big. Oh, it's a capital. That doesn't mean it's big. Albany's the capital of New York. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> you're right. Boston isn't even big. Um but yeah, so so uh with with the first COVID panic showed the world was what it's like not to have to fucking work all 
the time. Or not to have to travel a ridiculous fucking distance to your job because you can't afford to live near your job. And people liked it. Not everybody. Not everybody liked it, right? And that's yeah. fair. That's My totally fair. really changed. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, sure. But like, you know, and I'm not coming from like, you have to please remember that. Like, I am not like a fucking out of high school YouTuber, right? I spent the vast majority of my life working real jobs, shit jobs. Yeah, I mean, we you both know, did. I've, like, I was still working as a bartender up until, what, two years ago? I think. Mm-hmm. Something like yep. that. I have been a line cook. I have been a prep cook. I have been a clerk. I have been a fast food worker. I have been a waiter. I have been a warehouse worker. I've done fucking landscaping, yard work, every kind of manual labor that you could probably, roofing, all kinds of shit like that. We've both you know, done, I've done fucking I've, call center shit, which is yep, soul sucking as stuff. hell. I've also yeah, done door-to-door I've, shit, which is soul-sucking as hell. <laughs> yeah. Ch- Charles says he's not going to be able to hear the rest of it because he has to go to work. You know what I mean? Yeah, work is work is is fucking, you know, it's, it's like, also, you know, it just, people, for the record, like, people just, they got a taste. They got a taste of what it's like to not have to fucking kill yourself to, you know, uh, be able to be with your family. And I'm sure that there was issues, right? Mm-hmm. D- definitely issues. But at the same time, it's still better than, it's still better than, than fucking killing yourself. You know? Yeah. Sure. Everybody wants a break from their kids, but I would rather be annoyed with my kids than killing myself to go to work for no gain. That's the other thing. Like, like I've worked paycheck to paycheck. My whole fucking life was paycheck to paycheck until like this year. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, fuck. And even on YouTube, like it takes a long time. It took me five years of working my fucking dick off to get to this point where I'm okay. <laughs> you know, <laughs> yeah, like what I mean. I'm not, it's we're... not an emergency. <laughs> like. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, like, it's so fucking true. Yeah. And so so the reason that I bring this up is because burnout is real. And while it isn't a medical condition, it causes medical conditions. And America has a cultural zeitgeist about working. America has always had an image to uphold to the rest of the world that we are strong and we are proud and we are tough. We're American. We're the strong, hardy freedom fighters of the world that, you know, we we bring others up out of the darkness yeah. and, and, and make the world a better place. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you know, it wasn't always like that. That's like post-World War II, but yeah. Sure. You know what I mean? Like, the, uh, yeah. Last 100 years, though, you know? like Yeah, and that's a great sales pitch. I got another one for you. We are the descendants of the craziest motherfuckers that ever <laughs> lived on this planet who were ballsy enough and religiously fucking zealous enough to take a journey across the ocean on a wooden boat 
that they didn't even know if they were going to make it into a land filled with people who they didn't fucking ex- like share a language with or any cultural identity with to fucking possibly die and then proceeded to commit genocide and take yeah. all the land. <laughs> I just want to be clear. That's who we are. Your your ancestors did that. Mine were in Russia doing other things. <laughs> <laughs> Yours were in Russia who fucking knows? It's mine were in uh, is not Ru- mine were in place. Russia and Israel. <laughs> yeah. I mean, fucking Israel didn't even exist until after World War Two. That's yeah, true. You know, love to see Hitler's reaction to that. <laughs> Well, part of Hitler's whole problem was that he, with Jews, was that Jews weren't able to have their own country, so they used everybody else's country. You know, they weren't they weren't built to have their own country. It's ridiculous. But uh, yeah, so done a pretty good job of, uh, at maintaining one since then. <laughs> the the people in charge of it haven't exactly done great things to do that, but uh, it's mm. still there. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. So so it's it's. It is part of the zeitgeist to work and work and work and just shut the fuck up because that's how it is, right? At least it's not as bad as it used to be. I cannot tell you how many times in my 20s I would tell even like my parents, uh, but basically anyone. I was like, yeah, I'm sometimes working 70, 80 hour weeks, you know, between my job and YouTube channel and all that stuff. And they're like, well, yeah, you're in your 20s. You're supposed to do that. No, you're not. Yeah. No, you're fucking yeah. not. Yeah. And that's the thing. Like, you want to know I why? a hundred percent lost years on my life building up a YouTube channel. A hundred percent. The starts of Treesicle, I guarantee I've lost at least five years on my life from the stress. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you want to know why you're not Madonna or Britney Spears or fucking, you know, Markiplier or whatever? It's because you're not putting in 90 hours a week. To, to to fucking, you know, make your Madonna dreams come true. You know, and like, like Britney because Spears. Because it's not fucking worth it, dude. No, it's not. It's not. Britney Spears worked night and day and still fucking does. Like, like, like people who live that life, that's why they go crazy. That's why they end up fucking, you know, like in the tabloids with their fucking cooter hanging out, like drunk as fuck, fighting with the police is because they've worked 90 hours a week for three fucking years. And they're not even in, most of them aren't even in control of themselves. They got multiple contracts to uphold, you know, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. All right. Right. And don't get me wrong. Some of them are fucking assholes. But then on top of it, well, you there know, are you assholes got... in every aspect of life. You, you can yeah, find exactly. lazy assholes. You can find assholes that work themselves to death. They're... Assholes are a constant. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And if you, give, if you give assholes an inflated head and a shit ton of money, like, they're going to be bigger assholes. You know, that's just, the, that's just the way it is. That's how you, you know. Anyway. So the reason that I bring all of this up is because, you know, we work in a space that is is highly uh glorifying of Japan and Japan has a very similar natural zeitge- or national zeitgeist that we do um with a few tweaks right mm-hmm. so in America it's all about getting what you want right it's all about take it take what you can 
hold yourself up it. by your bootstraps that nobody yeah. has anymore. Exactly. And anybody can make it from the ground up, blah, blah, blah. Japan is more like support the country, mm-hmm. support the business. If, support- if you aren't working, you aren't being a, uh, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, functional member of society. Something like you are that. You're not adding a contributing to- member of society. That's what I was mm-hmm. looking for. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's not even if you're not working. It's if you are not in the workforce. Right. If you are not in the in the uh you know, the the corporate the corporate cubicle job, you are not a a contributing member of society. Well, it's like and how many uh how many fucking anime have we watched that uh like the main character starts out as like a uh what is it? Hikikimori? Is that right? Yeah. Yep, yeah. Yeah. And and they're like ashamed because they're not working, you know? Or somebody who works somewhere or, they or, die. Or the opposite. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Or the opposite, like in uh, Bookworm or what's that other one that just... Uh, Death March to, to a, Rhapsody, a Rhapsody or something like that. There's a bunch of mm-hmm. them, dude. There's a ton of them. Because working until you... Working yourself to death is an actual problem in Japan. But it's also a problem in the United States. And that's something that doesn't get talked about. And... Everybody always covers it up with, well, it's not as bad as it used to be, right? I mean, how many times have you fucking heard that line? If people are still dying, then it's just as bad as it used to be. (laughs) uh, Yep. Well, I mean, but uh, think about how many times somebody has applied that line to anything that you have a complaint about. Mm -hmm. Racism. Well, it's not as bad as it used to be. You know, like, Mm -hmm. like all this, all this fucking shit. Like it's, it's not as bad as it used to be. Okay, well, what's your, what's your, you know, what's your, what's your gauge on that? Like, what, like, like, how do you know it's not as bad as it used to be? Like, sure, yeah. The work environment now is not as bad as it used to be. In some ways. Yeah, we got fire escapes. That doesn't mean we it's have, good. <laughs> yeah, like, we have, you know, we have some protections. We have legal amounts legal limits we have unions sometimes <laughs> yeah oh yeah i mean but also not because, like i've worked at a place where if you said the word union and anybody that's in a position higher than you hears you you're fired and like this is a place what if you spell that it literally f- <laughs> like a seriously dog. like no it was like it was like it was like fucking uh you know the 1950s like red scare dude mm. like like and other people would report you too because if anybody connected to you had that conversation with you, they would also get fired. This is a this is a business that fired entire warehouses full of people. 500, 800 workers for trying to unionize. Got rid of all of them. Cleaned house. Crazy, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. But anyway, the reason that I bring this up is because imagine... All of these issues. And then on top of it, being a single mom. You're already you're already fucked, right? You got a kid, two kids. You have one income. That income is already lower than it should be. Because you're a woman. And you got 
you got kids that you got to take care of. Imagine being, mm-hmm. imagine being a single fucking mom, right? That sucks. Now, imagine being a single mom who really, really, really loves their fucking kids. I mean, almost to, almost to a fanaticism point, right? Wants to give these kids the best life that they can for, you know, whatever reason. We'll just, we'll stick with love, right? Yeah, I mean, I think and, most moms want to give their kids a good life, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, but but there's a difference between a good life and the best possible life that right. they can have. You know what I mean? And look at all of the all of the barriers that are in your fucking way. And the reason I bring this up is because I know somebody like that. And this person right now is in the hospital fighting for her life because of burnout. My aunt Shannon got married and had kids when she was 20. Uh, My cousin Maya was first. She's 24 now, so she's about six years younger than me. Um, And then my cousin Marissa. Uh, Shannon was 16 when I was born, so she's only 46. And... She had a heart attack last week, and the blood clot that caused the heart attack went through her heart, not like a bullet, but like, you know, passed through, and got lodged in her lower leg and cut off circulation to her leg. So, so it, didn't, it didn't get lodged in the lower leg, it got lodged in the upper leg and the aortic artery, um, which is that artery. To get, large, to get lodged. Yeah. <laughs> That's the artery that everybody's like, well, that's why we don't shoot people in the leg. You know, they'll bleed out. That's yeah. why we shoot people in the heart <laughs> you know, or the spine. Yeah. That's why we got to <laughs> shoot them other places. Yeah. Um, so it's a big artery. It's an important artery. Um, so she had the heart attack and didn't even know. She thought she had heartburn. I mean, that's, that's my aunt. <laughs> you know, uh, our whole family has heart, uh, heartburn, you know, acid reflux, stuff like that. So she she thought she had heartburn, right? Yep. Then her foot turned purple. That's bad. So she went. So she went to the doctor. Right? We have a hospital near us. Place fucking sucks. And uh, when she went to the hospital, you know, they took her in right away. Hospitals are fucked up the ass right now. Absolutely, because of all the fucking COVID patients. Yep. Still. And because of COVID in general. It went down for like a smidge, and now it's back up. Yeah, it's it, it, like so. She's in the waiting room with a fuck ton of people with COVID, with a blood clot in her leg, and no pulse in her foot, and her foot is dying. Right. Well, there's no there's no fucking vascular specialist at this hospital. Seems like somebody so, you would need at a hospital. Yeah. So they're like, all right, well, you know, we'll have to, tra- we'll, we'll have to transfer you to uh, Bay State in Springfield. Bay State's full. So they had to send her to Connecticut because it's closer than Boston, right? I, w- I wish so badly that she could have gone to Boston. Boston is the best hospitals in the world, period. It is, it is one of the best and brightest medical areas in the entire world the best doctors go to school in boston 
but she she ended up having to go to Connecticut. Um, she gets to Connecticut, and they put her on blood thinners, right? Because uh, that's that's what you do to break up a clot, right? Mm-hmm. A clot, like for those who just don't know or never watched an episode of Grey's Anatomy in their life or something like that, blood clots are tricky because I gotta go to um, the bathroom real quick, but you keep talking. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Uh, blood blood clots are tricky because um, if they break, you you know you just get another heart attack. It'll get stuck in your heart. What if it goes to your brain? Cuts off circulation to your brain. You have a stroke. You know, uh, there's a lot of there's a lot of things that make blood clots very dangerous. And the other thing about having a blood clot is that it's likely that you have more, and they're very hard to find. Most of the time, what you do is you get a CAT scan, and what the CAT scan does is they they put a bunch of liquid inside of you that makes you feel like you're going to piss yourself, and then it basically like it makes things glow when they look at you through this X-ray. Um, and the reason that I know that is because my fiance, they thought she might have a blood clot or a tumor at one point. Um, turns out she had degenerative kidney disease. Not great. It's not a blood clot. So that's nice. Um, so Shannon goes on these blood thinners and there's a risk with these blood thinners, right? Because they're intense. You know, she gets, she gets this, this catheter put in right not a piss catheter she she does have a piss catheter but also a catheter for for the clot the idea is to you know pass a clot through this break it up pass it out um it goes on these blood thinners but the risk is that uh these blood thinners can cause you to bleed in other places (laughs) um so you know for instance if you bump your elbow while you're on these blood thinners you could get a serious bleed in your elbow the same works for your head and sometimes you don't even need to bump it. And when they were going to take the catheter out to check on the clot, Shannon had a stroke. Because she had a bleed in her brain, in uh, the right side of her brain. And it cut off oxygen to the brain. So bleeds in the brain are really bad. They're really yeah. bad. Any bleeding in the brain causes swelling. Um, and when your brain swells, it pushes up against the walls of your skull and causes pretty significant brain damage and also more things like strokes. Uh, thanks for hanging out, Alpha. I appreciate you, man. Um, and there's only one way to f- fix it. Got to cut a hole in the person's fucking skull, right? So sometimes they need to take a whole plate off, right? Like a big chunk of your mm-hmm. skull. For Shan... All you needed to do is basically drill a little hole in it, uh, which is nice. Essentially right? like a drain, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, so, you know, she didn't have to get her head shaved and like this big fucking gnarly scar. Um, but then she had another stroke. And this one uh, was in. So, so the first one was on the right side of her brain, paralyzed the left side of her body. Um, that's how it works. Opposites. And the second stroke was in her. Well, actually, I don't know. There's a lot of there's a lot of parts of your brain that uh, control cognitive functions like basal ganglia, prefrontal cortex. Um, There's a bunch of other ones. Uh, And she had one that 
hit her somewhere in the in the cognitive area. And then she had another one. It began to seize up. Uh, she was put on a ventilator. And our family uh, doesn't do ventilators, right? We're very DNR heavy. Um, we just, we don't like the idea of becoming vegetables. You know, we don't like the idea of not being who we used to be. We'd rather die. And that's just something that's always been part of the family. I was raised like that. That's just the way it is. We're, it's a very small family. We're very, very close, super tight-knit. My great-grandmother was that way. Uh, when she was dying, um, my grandmother was supposed to be in charge of it, but her brothers and sisters basically usurped it and kept my great-grandmother alive. And my grandmother threw a fit. And it was very traumatizing for her because she knew what her mother wanted. And my grandmother wants the same thing. and. Shannon would want the same thing too. She said it, right? So we got to the point where we we had to, you know, we kind of had to figure out what to do, you know? Uh, And the doctor said, give us two days. You know, I really like Shannon, is what he said. He's like, I feel like she's my friend. You know, I got to know her really well because that's just who Shannon is. Um, She's extremely outgoing, super funny. Uh, (laughs) She's she's super fucking funny. Just like out of control, you know, just a wild lady. All the ladies in my family are wild. Um, And uh, he said, give me two days. I'm going to try and pull her out of this. If she's worse in two days, have your discussion. So right now, um, Shannon is not awake, but she is off the ventilator. Um, She's heavily medicated. The clot obviously had to go on the back burner, you know, while all this brain stuff was happening. And uh, so, the, so they're kind of working on that now. You know, they, they, they want her to heal. She, she is off the ventilator, right? Um, and people are going down and visiting her every day um, because that's what Shannon would want. She, she likes socializing. That's like her favorite thing. Um, so, you know, uh, and she's now responding to people, which is great. Um, it's better than we could have ever hoped for. Um, yesterday, my grandmother was in the ICU. She's in the neuro neurological ICU yet. They haven't even transferred her back into cardiovascular. Um, but, uh, my grandmother was in there and the nurse was talking to her and, you know, uh, my, she asked my grandmother what my cousins, uh, were doing for, or my cousin was doing for college. My grandmother couldn't figure it out. And then out of the corner of the room, you hear forensics. (laughs) (laughs) So she she's got three syllable words, you know what I mean? Like she's she's out That's of it. She's fucked up on drugs. Times. Yeah, exactly. You know, like <laughs> um, I had a I had a a conversation with her, and you ha- you have to realize that it's not like it's not Shan yet, right? You know, she's right. fucking out of it. Her eyes are all rolling around and stuff. You know, like it's it's uncomfortable to see, but you know, it's better than dead. Um. And I guess she had asked for me while my while her daughter was there, and you know her daughter Marissa gave me a call, and we had a little FaceTime with Shannon. She focused on me one time. And she told me she loved me. Um, she's like, "I love you so much." <laughs> like, I love you too, you know. Um, but she, 
is in this situation because she worked herself to death. And it's a reality. It's a harsh, it's a harsh reality. She wanted to be the best mom that she possibly could in a world that didn't want to allow her to be the best mom that she could be. She was a coach for cheerleading and and dance and all this. Like, I mean, these girls did activities like it was, you know, drama, uh, fucking like all sorts of shit. She ran a scrapbook club. She would do, uh, like fucking sex toy parties. You know, she like worked with my Grammy selling candles. Um, like she was from the second she got up until 10 o'clock at night, every single night for the past 20 years. And I'm not even exaggerating. It might be longer than that. We're talking like 23, 24 years. I mean, pretty much since Maya was born, she has been up and out every single day, all fucking day, making it work. Like this, like this is like super mom. But on top of that, like not being a crazy mom. She was a fun mom. She's the girl's best friend in the entire world. You know, she makes fucking sex jokes. She talks about her boyfriend's big black cock. You know, she <laughs> like fucking like all sorts of like she she just goes ham. And at first we were like, Shan, you got to fucking chill out. Like you would you would see her calendar and every single day on every single month. It would be full five to six to seven things on her calendar from, you know, doctor's appointments, visits with the school, you know, yada, yada. She eventually got into politics. Um, she like, you know, her kids are half black. And during the Trump administration, there was a lot of like really scary neo-Nazi racist stuff going on uh, in their town. And she stepped in uh, politically within the school system and within the town and helped clear it up. And let me like, she is a five foot tall, kinky, curly haired, like freckles all over her body, you know, little white lady. I mean, you know, she could probably stand to lose a little bit of weight, but she knows that. <laughs> well, me too. <laughs> and she probably will from this whole, you know, from this whole thing. Um, But when you're living like that, when you're working like that, you're going to have, it's going to, something has to give. You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. when it came to what had to give in order to continue this lifestyle, um, it was her health. And she ate fast food all the time. Because what are you going to do? Cook? You got 15 fucking appointments today. Can't cook. You know? She lived off of coffee 24-7. And to deal with the anxiety probably that the coffee gave her, she smoked like a chimney. So she had high cholesterol. And it gave her a heart attack. And then, because she had a heart attack, she had three strokes. And now at 46, her daughters are worried about her dying. We're all worried about her dying. Because the thing is, is strokes are kind of like, not good. <laughs> you know, it's one of those <laughs> things that can, that can, it's a forever problem now. Because well, once you have a stroke, it yeah. opens you up for more strokes. Yeah, you're that more much strokes. more likely. Yeah. Yeah, and it's kind of I, like if you have cancer, you're more likely to get cancer. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's like 
brain herpes. <laughs> you know what I mean? You just <laughs> hope you don't have another outbreak. Uh, that is the best good. description for a stroke I have ever heard. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so, um, you know, my uh, Shannon has always been really, really good to me. She's always been kind of like a mom and a sister. And I think that's kind of how the, her girls felt about it, too. And her girls are great kids. They've literally never done anything bad in their entire life, you know, which is really saying something. You know, obviously, uh, Shannon and, and her husband divorced. She never remarried. Um, and that happened when the, the kids were pretty young and it was devastating to them, you know, mm-hmm. really devastating because they're like, I thought Shannon had a perfect relationship. It was devastating to me, you know. I loved my uncle and my aunt. It was, it was, it was very difficult, you know, um, for me, for her kids, it was a lot worse, you know? And I think she really tried to make up for that. Um, but again, like in this fucking country and with the way that the world works, she, she had something had to go, something had to give. And that fucking sucks. That's fucked up. And she is not alone. This happens to a lot of people. She was working two, three jobs to put her kids into college because she was just making too much money for them to get financial aid. You know what I mean? You get punished for doing, for trying too hard. Yeah. It's like, like, oh, well, I guess you're over the, whatever the fucking amount is for financial aid. So you don't need it despite all the other reasons that you could need it. (laughs) Yeah. Now, where's the person whispering in my ear, it's not as bad as it used to be? Where's that person? Hmm? How is it not as bad as it used to be? It sounds, sounds kind of worse, right? You work three jobs? You got to die of a, a heart attack and strokes when you're 46? You know? It's not as bad as it used to be? <laughs> Like, yeah, exactly. Cock Warlock says, it's not as, not as bad as it used to be. Neither means good nor acceptable. Thank you. Yeah, yes, in fact, it exactly. often means it's still shitty. It's just not yeah. super, super shitty. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, what, I, what I think it is is that there is a level. Like, I don't think shitty is a scale. I think it is a line. <laughs> right? And no, it does, I, I hear exactly hit, what you're saying. Yeah. It, it, once you hit shitty, it's all shit. It's all shit until you get past the line of shit. And then you're yeah. no longer in shit. Once you get some shit on your face, I don't think it matters if you get a lot of shit on your face. You know? You already have shit on your face. Your day's <laughs> ruined. <laughs> right? <laughs> like, it's just so fucking stupid. And it's not as bad as it used to be. Doesn't fucking mean anything. People need to stop saying that shit. Um, so... On on social media and on our you know our YouTube community page, I have posted in a GoFundMe for my aunt um, that is being run by uh, somebody that I call my auntie Jenny, my auntie Missy, but they're not aunts. They're Shannon's friends who have been friends with her since the day they were born. Because back in the day, you know, we had neighborhoods, <laughs> and, and you know. People would have birth at the same time or give birth at the same time. And, you know, it was, it was this ut- American utopia. Um, it's not as bad as it used to be, though. Right. right? <laughs> so, uh, sh- you know, and the reason that we're doing that is because you don't think about 
the financial issues that come with something like this, right? But again, this is this is America. This is America, everybody. Dying ain't free. No, oh, no. Living, Hell no, surviving, dude. not free. That one ambulance ride from Massachusetts to Connecticut probably cost more than your year's worth of rent. Probably. I took an ambulance ride one mile one time. It cost me $8,000. Did I pay it? No. Will I pay it? No. <laughs> yeah. But still you, got yeah. the bill. Luthi says U.S. <laughs> medical bills are fucking stupid. They are. They are fucking stupid. And we are in an age now where our fucking health insurance is GoFundMe because it's the only way people can do it. Yeah. We are literally, yeah. because the government won't make universal health care where we all pay into it, we have to do it ourselves. Yeah, I have to I have to ask my audience to help my auntie. And I already ask our my audience too fucking much. Yeah, we already asked for a lot. We've we've asked for things before like we asked for help with my ex's eyes too. You know? Yeah. But anyway, you know, it's like yeah, it, it, and and the thing like I obviously I didn't post it in the Patreon because our patrons do enough. Yeah. You know? And I, I hope I never have to ask again. I don't like having to do that. You know what I mean? It's, 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 I'm here to entertain you guys, not bum you out. Yeah. But also, I think that everybody needs to feel a little bit justified. You know, you probably don't like your job. If you do, that's awesome. You're probably not getting paid enough. <laughs> Period. I'm not even going to I'm not even going to tell you that you're getting paid enough. You're probably not getting paid enough. You know? Yeah. It's it's that's the world is shit and it's fucking you. And we should not be satisfied until things change. Until people don't have to go through what Shannon's going through and her girls. And 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 the fact that we have to set up a GoFundMe for this when she has insurance is ridiculous and you know what we don't even know how long she's going to have insurance if her if her insurance goes through her job and she can't work her job anymore she's going to get fired and then her insurance goes away then what then what about all the medications and the brain surgery and the fucking leg surgery everything just the bed at the hospital. Never, like, just getting through the first stages. Not even, not even physical therapy. She has to get her left side back. Her whole left side. We don't even know about speech therapy yet. Or anything like that. This is going to be months. Months of recovery. If she makes it. We're going day by day. Like I said, it's a small family. My grandparents... Two kids, four grandkids, and Shannon's single. So three adu- three adults in the middle, you know, my dad, my mom, and Shannon. Small, tiny family. Very, very, very close. This has affected all of us. I mean, De- Devin, it, it it grew up with a real shit family, and my family is the first family she's ever really felt like she had. And she's devastated. 
She has her own medical issues. She spent most of last week on the bathroom floor <laughs> because she was so sick to her stomach worrying about my aunt. And that doesn't even come into consideration when it comes to the fucking bills because it's not just the medical bills, guys. It's the, it's the mortgage and the credit cards. She just bought a new car because she had to because she fucking drives. She works in Connecticut. She has three jobs, two here in Massachusetts, and then one in Connecticut. So she's commuting to Connecticut every fucking day. You know, she's killed like fucking five cars doing that. And then, you know, the food, they have four cats. It's too many cats, but they they, they have four cats, cats. you know, like (laughs) the, the transportation to go see her. It's an hour and a half drive to go see her, you know, like, like. There is bills upon bills upon bills that a normal person has. Disability is not going to pay for that. I mean, disability doesn't pay for fucking anything. Yeah. And her daughters, who are 21 and 24, and my fucking grandmother and grandfather, who are in their 70s and not exactly healthy, mind you, have to deal with that. My grandmother's freaking out right now because. She still pays her bills with checks <laughs> and doesn't understand Shannon's account. She's like, what do you mean, electronic? You know, like, some, I can't tell what's being paid automatically, you know? And I was like, Graham, like, you, you got to get her phone, too, because, you know, like, depending on her credit cards, there might be apps. And she might have different passwords for all these apps, yep. you know? Like, there's so many things. It, it, it's just like, you don't think about that when somebody's sick or hurt. You know, you think about that person, but there's so many things behind the scenes that, that we have to worry about. So that's what the GoFundMe is for. It's really for my cousins. Uh, one of which is a, is a $20 patron. You know, so she's helping support us. Yeah, Maya's been still a supporter of us for years now. Yeah. Yeah. My cousins are cool, dude. Yeah, I, I awesome literally chicks. remember when she joined, and I was like, oh, she's at the bottom. It'll be interesting to see, like, when she eventually rises. She's, like, almost at the top now of our patrons for how long she's been yeah. here. Yeah, like, these are these are good people. And, you know, I, I will I will link the GoFundMe in the in the show notes. Don't feel obligated to to help, but if you could share it, that would really help. You know what I mean? Like, like if you if you don't have a dollar to your name, dude, like that's fine. If you have people like in your family that need help, like I totally understand. I'm not here begging for your money. Yeah. I just wanted to tell you an American tale. Yeah. And I think it was important to have some space to talk about it because you haven't had time to. No. Like I haven't. Like, I mean, this is the first time Mike and I haven't we basically haven't been able to talk for the last week. Like Mm-hmm. All of our podcast podcasts got postponed. Like this is the first time we've sat down and talked for more than like five minutes online. Yeah, yeah, and and just to just to give you one more example of the kind of person that Shannon is, uh, when I first became homeless, I ended up living in this like really rough and tumble house. Um, it wasn't that bad when I got there. And when I say that bad, I mean, yeah, there wasn't running water and, you know, the only thing to eat was stale cereal and drink beer. 
Um, but it got worse. Uh, they were, you know, they were dealing weed, but then they started dealing other things and then they got a group together and then they started, you know, beating down drug dealers and taking their stuff and not paying them. So they started to form a gang. Right. And I lived there. Uh, so I knew all everything that was going on behind the scenes. And then they, and then they tried to, you know, get me into this, this gang, right. They started like actual gang rituals. Right. And this is just fucking country white boys, but I was so far from any, I couldn't walk anywhere. You know, I needed help. Right. So it's like, you know, it was either, it was either join the gang or, you know, we're going to like kick your ass until you fucking leave basically. Um, I didn't want to join this gang. I didn't want to have anything to do with that. You know, I was a kid. I was like fucking 17. So like, I didn't have any idea that, Hey, like maybe these people are going to show up and shoot up the house, you know? Um, so these guys started like bullying me bad, you know, like really bad. Uh, and you know, kicking my ass. And then I got sick. I got really sick. I got super bronchitis. It was fucked. I was like, I was losing weight. I was like 135 pounds. You know, and I haven't grown since middle school. So like I was the same size that I am now, uh, minus, you know, 50 pounds. <laughs> so the one person that I thought I could talk to was my aunt Shannon. And she came and she got me and helped me get out of there and took me in and put up with me because I was a fucking mess, dude. I was a mess. I had not been in civilization in eight months. I didn't left that house in eight months. I had done nothing but smoke pot and live in that fucking house for eight months. And she put up with me. There was one time where I overslept and missed the girls coming home from school and they were locked outside of the house. The kids, like little kids. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And she fucking forgave me for that. Like, she was a good person. She she is a good person. And, you know, I just, I love her a lot. So I, I'm, I'm hoping that she, that she gets better, you know? Um, but anyway, and, and she has been getting better and I'm, I'm happy. I'm like really, really, really happy about it. You know what I mean? Like, like, I'm not, like, again, I'm not here to bum you out, but this is a real thing. And if you feel yourself hurting because, you know, maybe, maybe you feel some kind of you know sense of connection to the story you know maybe maybe you're a single mom maybe you work too fucking hard you know maybe you live in a in a in a place where there's no way to get out you know like you're not alone and a lot of people feel that way i've felt that way you know i had to rely on on the system in order to get my fucking job that i have now you know, I was on unemployment for a long time, and that was the only way that I was able to work on YouTube because it wasn't making any fucking money on YouTube. <laughs> you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, uh, we still don't make any fucking yeah. money on YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we on YouTube. On no, YouTube, we don't make no. any money. It's all it's all Patreon. Um, and that's the thing is like you know like we've we've lost money on Patreon. Um. And that's because we we don't put out as much content as we usually do. Well, as we used um, to, we're putting out more than we yeah, as were. we used to. Yeah, yeah, but we don't have the same space to promote the Patreon. So you know, obviously, Patreon's just like everything else, it's just like YouTube. You gain subscribers, you lose subscribers, right? Yep. Uh, but we're not gaining as much 
Patreon support as we used to because we're not able to promote it as much as we used to. Um, and, you know, we need to we need that in order for us to survive, you know, so so asking for help for my aunt Shannon is also like stabbing myself in the foot to a degree. Uh, and I'm sure she wouldn't want that, you know, but it's like it's important. It's important. So if you could at the at the very least, please share the GoFundMe on anything, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, whatever works, you know, any way that you can. It it does help. It still helps. Even if one person sees it, you know, it really does help because we've been able to raise a lot of money for her. I mean, don't get me wrong. Like a lot of it is coming from friends and family. Like literally she has so many friends. The whole town she lives in is up in arms over this whole thing. It's it's craziness. I've never seen one person have so much support, but she earned that support. Like if she was born when I was born, she would definitely be a social media star. She's just that fucking good at networking with people. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like it's crazy. Yeah. Complete anyway, opposite of um, me. <laughs> <laughs> me too. I mean, to tell you the truth, I mean like, you know, I I I have certain talents that I was able to exploit, you know, in order to do what I do but like when it comes to real life I'm like a shy fucking shut in you know what I mean like I for the most part um at least now I wasn't always but you know yeah and I and I mean we're also just lucky that we have friends that also have audiences that are willing to help too even though we don't ask yeah you know yeah yeah it was really nice of Arlo to retweet for me um and and stuff like that and you know I haven't been able to talk to anybody in the con guys uh or con group chat that we don't have um but i'm planning on it um i'd also like to do a video um and if you if you're still if you're still like listening to this thank you thank you um i appreciate that and congratulations you are now rewarded with anime talk <laughs> tyler how was your motherfucking anime week Uh, it's more like an anime two weeks, isn't it? Yeah, so I'm like, well, yeah, we did miss. We missed the podcast because I was dealing with the yeah. hospital Well, stuff. that, and then I was out of town for a few days. There's a lot of things that have been going on uh, behind the scenes mm-hmm. for why podcasts haven't been coming out. Uh, I, I've been I've been watching a good amount of anime, though. I watched 49 episodes of Yu-Gi-Oh! in the last, like, four days. Hell yeah. Uh, Yu-Gi-Oh!'s fucking awesome, dude. It just... It, did, did you watch it in Japanese? No. I watched it with subtitles on, though. Is it different? Yeah. I mean, Joey's not even Joey. What does that mean? (laughs) In Japanese. It's not his name. What's his name? I don't remember. It's not Joey. Neither is Tristan. Tristan's name isn't Tristan. Tristan's a bad name, anyway. (laughs) Tristan, Tristan's voice in the dub, like, is so bad. It's hilarious how bad it is. The only voice that's better in Japanese, or uh, better in the dub, is Yugi's. Yugi's Ugh. Japanese voice is not my favorite. You, you, uh, you mean like Yami Yugi, right? Like older or little el- Yugi and and older. Oh, okay. Yugi. Elder Yugi yeah. in the dub. He wasn't that great starting out, but then they like found his voice, and it's so fucking yeah. good, dude. Seto Kaiba. You know, Kaiba! Like, I'm Ka- Yeah, it's so good. But in, in Japanese, like, little Yugi's like, like, it's awful. He's like a chibi-kun. It's terrible. Um, but yeah. Yeah, it's, uh, 
I mean, I I like the dub obviously for Joey. Oh, it's so good, dude. <laughs> because, it's so good because Joey's awesome. <laughs> Joey um, Joey makes the Joey and Yami Yugi make that dub. I don't know what it was with the fucking nineties and like that like awful like Brooklyn accent that they gave like all these anime characters. That's great, but dude. like like fucking well, I think Meowth is like. Chicago, but like you know, fucking Joey over here. What's up? I'm walking here. Come on, Yugi. What are you doing? Yugi? Come on, Yugi. <laughs> yeah, Yugi. Yug. Come on, Yugi. Oh, thanks for the cards, Yugi. <laughs> oh man, I got that Baby time dragon. wizard. <laughs> yeah, <it's> so fucking. <laughs> <laughs> it's so good uh, but yeah so I, I've watched almost 50 episodes of Yu-Gi-Oh uh, and I, I've made it all the way through Duelist Kingdom and then the like filler shit with uh, the the Hawkins girl and uh, uh, Duke dice rolling douche uh, okay and and I think I'm just about I, I think I'm like literally one episode from the start of uh, Battle City which is the best fucking arc in all of Yu-Gi-Oh I don't think I've ever watched it. Like when I was rewatching, I got to the point past where like they like went into Yugi's brain with the the like shaman guy from Egypt or whatever. Okay, and, so like, right like, at the end of the Pegasus arc. Yeah, 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 yeah. Speaking of which, in Japanese, I'm pretty sure Pegasus is voiced by the same guy who does uh uh the Margrave from Oh okay Rezero. I can see uh, that. Yeah, you know, like I guess like, his voice is also phenomenal in the dub. Yugi boy, yeah. <laughs> dude, he calls him Yugi boy in Japanese too. That's excellent. He'll be like, he'll be like, you know, chattering away in fucking Japanese, and then he'll be like, Yugi boy. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's super. Funny. That's awesome. Um, but yeah, we we, we are planning a, a Yu-Gi-Oh video for December now. Uh, yeah. So I I, yeah. I need to watch through five seasons. Uh, essentially. I, oh wow! I believe it's five seasons. Uh, Dude, maybe we should just maybe we should just stick to season one. No, then, we got to at least well, get well, through Battle City. Well, that's the thing is that we can cover it a couple times. You know what I mean? And that way we don't like fucking <sighs> kill ourselves with one video trying to squeeze everything into it. And then you know if it works out, if it does well we can kind of, like, make a series out of it, like we were planning to do with, like, One Piece and stuff. I guess so. I just... But then we won't get to cover Battle City! Well, we'll get to cover Battle City, and you'll be excited about it and tell everybody else. That doesn't have to be next year. I mean, it can be whenever. You know what I mean? I I just, like... See, the problem with Yu-Gi-Oh! It's not even a problem, really, but, like, the original Yu-Gi-Oh! Uh... Uh... Season. Holy season? fuck, I could not think of it. Season one? Yeah, season one, <laughs> thank you. Uh, They hadn't, like, figured out the card game yet, or they, like, I, I don't know, like, the history for sure, but either, like, the card game was out, and, and this was happening simultaneously, and they were just like, fuck the rules! Because so much of season one makes no fucking sense, in terms of how you actually yeah, play a lot the card of... game. It, it, so much bullshit. Uh, yeah exactly there's a lot of like well i think a lot of it has to do with like the terrain yeah you know what i mean like the fact that they're fighting with these like dual you know whatever there's like the these like giant dual stadium almost things like arenas that's what they are and each one has like different 
uh, depending on where they are rules. on Duelist Island, each one has different rules uh, for the the field that they're in. But there are field cards in Yu-Gi-Oh. Like that that is a thing that you can play in Yu-Gi-Oh. Okay, I don't, I didn't remember. I don't remember. Th- that. There's a specific they do that in... spell zone. Okay, and yeah, they do that in Magic too. That makes sense. yeah. So they were essentially saying, okay, well, there is no field spell card zone. We are just making that part of the game, which is fine. That's that's like a cool little twist. But, like, you can't attack people's life points in the original Yu-Gi-Oh! They only have 2,000 life points. Uh, it seems like you can, like, sometimes you can only attack with one monster. Sometimes you can attack with more. The rules aren't really set. And then weird-ass shit happens all the time, which, like, doesn't make sense based on the yeah. card games. It's just anime. And they're just like, this is cool. You know? Well, that's something to talk about. Yeah. Uh, but when they get to Battle City, they're like, okay, we have a card game, and we're going to stick by the yeah. rules, and the duels are going to be fucking dope. And then they get fucking dope, dude. Oh, I, I, I'm very excited well, to watch through. I mean, you have your episode right there. You can just nerd out about Yu-Gi-Oh! and like talk about the first season, talk about the dub, how good Joey was, and everything like that. And then you can talk about how, like, the first season doesn't really make any fucking sense, you know, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. There, you, you could easily write yeah, fucking the, 40 minutes the, on that. The, the first season is very much, uh, like, I mean, I just love Yu-Gi-Oh. I love it so much. I, I, mm-hmm. I, I still play Yu-Gi-Oh games, like, on planes and shit. I have, I have the Switch Duelist Legacy, I think is what it's called. And it's the best fucking Yu-Gi-Oh game ever made because you can play through literally <laughs> every single duel that happens in, like, all the fucking seasons and it's so fun and you also see how fucking complicated the game gets over time because you'll play like original yugi with original yugi's deck because you can play with the story decks and you're like this deck sucks there's no trap (laughs) cards there's like two magic cards when you get to season five your every single card is like 18 fucking pair you have to read like the fucking declaration of independence 18 times before you play a card it's insane, but right in between, like, like that insanity and, and the original season is, like, this perfect middle ground where, like, the, the rules make sense, it's not too insane, it's just fun, and that's fucking Battle City, and, like, the, it, it's basically seasons two through five, and then Jaden Yuki's arc, which is, like, GX, Yu-Gi-Oh! GX, I think, and everything after that get, mm-hmm. starts getting fucking insane. But there's, like, this perfect... It's sort of like with sitcoms, where, like, if you like a sitcom, usually seasons, like, two through four are really good. You know? Yeah. Same idea with Yu-Gi-Oh. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah, Yeah, I mean, I have really fond memories of playing the card game. The card game's so fucking fun, dude. I mean, I was, like, 10, 11 when Yu-Gi-Oh came out, and, like, it was... I could play with an 18-year-old and win. Yeah. You know what I yeah. mean? Like, it was it was something that was easy for everybody to pick up and play. Mm-hmm. Um, but then, obviously, there was probably, the, like, way the higher The rules tiers. have gotten fucking complicated now. There's shit, like, Harris just said, XYZ summons are a crazy thing. XYZ summons are a crazy thing? Dude, have you seen Pendulum summons? I don't fucking understand what the shit's going on with those. There's, like, these new <laughs> cards that are, like, pendulum monsters, and you need to play two of them, and they have numbers on them, and then you get to, like, summon a new monster that's in between them. It makes no fucking sense. 
<laughs> Damn. Also, uh, Karis says that he's been watching Digimon Ghost Game. He says it's probably the best Digimon to come out in a long-ass time. Recommend. Uh, that's heavy praise. That is heavy praise. Welcome back, Kit. Ke- Ke- I've never been, like, a, a big Digimon guy. It just never, like, stuck with me. But fuck, man. Oh, dude, Digimon... Digimon was fucking metal back in the day. Like, like I remember I liked... it being metal. I remember what was the the like little dinosaur dude? Agumon. Yeah, Agumon. He he was the main guy, right? The main dude's guy. Yeah, the one who was like Pepper Pro. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I remember when <laughs> he guy. like over evolved or whatever. You know? Oh, into like Doom Metal Death Greymon. Yeah, or yeah, and like. Skull, Skull Greymon, yeah, yeah, and, like, it was, like, a big fucking deal, and they were, like, trying to get him to, like, devolve, and it was, like, horrible, and he wouldn't listen to anything, and he was, like, losing, like, I remember that shit. Yeah, yeah, like, and there was, like, not necessarily death, but, like, there was definitely, like, it wasn't, like, Pokemon, where everything was sunshine and rainbows, no matter what, right. like, there was actual, like, threats, um, Piedmon, like, creeped me the fuck out when I was a kid, that was, like, the puppet one. And then there was like Devimon, and then Devi-Woman, I think, and then like there was just like all sort like the the first series of Digimon for a kids show definitely pushed some boundaries back in the day, and I don't think anybody paid attention to it as far as like parents went mm-hmm. because you know Pokemon was on the fucking list. You know, Pokemon right. was the one that was on the news. Right. Digimon was kind of just in the background, but Digimon was way more badass than Pokemon Dude, was. Dude, fucking Yu-Gi-Oh! is badass, too. Like, even the theme song, like, the intro, it's fucking dark, you know? It's it's not, like, this happy-go-lucky thing. Like, it, it, it has that same fucking shonen shit where it's like, with my friends beside me, I can do anything, you know? But, like... Yeah. they the American theme song is a lot better than the Japanese it's one. It's really good, and dark, and like, and it has like this like creepy ancient feel to it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And, and also, like, I think it's like episode one, like, part of Kaiba's brain gets banished to the Shadow Realm. Yeah. You know? And like, the Shadow Realm is like hell, it's like death. Yeah. Like, you die there. It's, yeah. it's like an eternal damnation. Yeah, like... Fucking first fucking episode, the main character banishes a part of one of the other main characters' minds to the Shadow Realm. Metal, dude. (laughs) Apparently the manga is a lot more badass than the show I believe it, because the show is obviously made for kids. Like, because they have to... It's made to sell cards. It's made to sell cards, and every single time they play anything, it's like, I I was was complaining about this earlier before you got on uh, with everybody who was listening, but it's like, God, I've seen Yugi play Magical Hats with Dark Magician 18 goddamn times. I don't need you to tell me how it works anymore. I know. I know (laughs) how Magical Hats works. There's four hats. The Magician is under one of them. The bad guy is never going to pick the right hat. I get it. (laughs) (laughs) Kit just posted a video. I have no idea. Yu-Gi-Oh leather pants. (laughs) What the fuck? What is this? I don't know. It's, It's seven minutes long. Oh my god. I, I played three seconds of it. I will watch that later. <laughs> it looks like a YouTube poop to yeah, me. Yeah, it does. Um, that actually... Karis- this is off topic, but have you ever seen... What is this called? The Grapefruit Method? What? No. <laughs> it is... One of the funny... I I can't believe I had never seen this before. Hold on. Gra- is it a YouTube Yeah, poop? it's a... It's, uh, how to Grapefruit Your Man. That's what it's called. 
<laughs> have you never seen this? No, I, I haven't. <laughs> I'm seen just gonna it. go ahead and throw that on there for later. You should watch that. Uh, okay. It is one of the My funniest favorite... things I've seen in a long time. My favorite will always be Bub Rub and Little Sis. Uh, I like. It's another one of those things that like lives fucking rent free in my head and the whistles go woo woo <laughs> yeah yeah we've talked about that what do you have to say about these what do you have to say about these whistles you know and that was in oakland by the way mm-hmm. um <laughs> you know he's like what's go woo woo that's only a moment or something you should be up make breakfast somebody <laughs> like, it's just, whistle go woo <laughs> god i fucking love it um but yeah, so so you've been watching a lot of Yu-Gi-Oh. Yeah, I've been watching a lot of Yu-Gi-Oh. I watched all of Monster. Well, now you can read Yu-Gi-Oh. Get a little bit of get yeah, a little bit of. I, I could if if, if we want to do it, where we're only doing the first season. Then I'll I'll stop. Ugh, I'm not gonna stop watching Yu-Gi-Oh. Who am I kidding? But uh, I will. I I won't stop until at least I get through Battle City. But uh, I will mm-hmm. read the manga too because I I'd be super interested in reading that and seeing the difference. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's. I think it's. Uh, we should do it justice. Yeah, you know um, what I mean. I, and this way, if we separate it like that, we won't have to fucking wreck ourselves. Dude, I will do over, Yu-Gi-Oh uh, justice. Like, <laughs> I don't know if I've ever yeah. been more excited to do a video since like Samurai Champloo. Yeah. Well, maybe for the maybe for the three year anniversary, we can do Dragon Maid for you. Ooh, that could be fun too. Yeah, yeah, we'll we'll, we'll figure stuff. I out. know you wanted to do that in December, but I, like um, I'm not worried about that. We'll do it at some point. I know we'll do it at some point. You know, yeah. Drag Dragon Mid's a yeah. fun one. We we just we typically go yeah. with older stuff. You know, yeah. So, uh, have you watched anything else? Well, yeah. I mean, I watched all of Monster, uh, which was excellent. I really want. Uh, did you watch it dubbed? Yes. You did. I did. Okay. It's- Cause I watched I watched the first episode dubbed and I was like, "Fuck this dub!" <laughs> <laughs> I, I want to see the sub. I tried to watch it uh, subbed. I couldn't get it subbed on my TV, so I just said, "Fuck." What it. do you mean? Like I I didn't have an option to change the language. Oh yeah. Through what? Wait, what do you mean on your TV? I have a smart TV, so I literally I put it on uh, a a flash drive plugged it into my tv oh yeah it's because you don't have an app on your tv that'll read the subtitles well normally i do like i have subtitles on the entire time right i couldn't change the audio to japanese yes oh i see you should see if you can download vlc to your tv i'll check like vlc media that'd be interesting yeah because that is like if guys if you don't have vlc media player vlc is on xbox Okay, I have an Xbox, but I don't really fucking use it. VLC is free, and it is, like, the best video player that exists. I mean, hands down. And it plays literally anything. 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 that shit. PNGs plays them like they're fucking video. It's great. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, so I, I, I watched all that. I really enjoyed Monster. Um, That was one of those ones where it's just like, I was watching it all day because we were going to try to get it out for uh, Halloween. And yeah. thank God we didn't fucking do that. Uh, yeah. But I'm I'm very excited yeah. to write or, or at least to work on that one with you. Because I, I think that one will be more of a uh, combined writing uh, experience. 
Yeah. I, yeah, for sure. And there's going to be a lot of history that we need to go into and figuring out how to intersperse that history with the actual show because so much of it has to do with post-World War II. Yeah, there's a shitload of post-World uh, War II, East and West Germany, experiments that were being run. like Which has a ton to do with Soviet Russia and the Cold War and like a ton of it, dude. Like all of the re- – all of everything that you like – deal with and monster is all repercussions of basically the iron curtain and the yeah. the the communist block 100 percent. and then on the other side yeah. like there's this entire historical section to it which is fascinating and super interesting and amazing yeah. to see in an anime you know yeah and then on it's super crazy like even knows about the czech secret police and yeah. stuff like like it's so and, and then on top of that cool. you have the super philosophical side of it about you know are all lives created equal? You know, should a doctor be saving lives equally? Does, you know, are is a doctor, are you, if you save somebody's life, are you responsible for the lives that they might kill? You know, like, it, it's really fucking interesting. Yeah. Yeah, it is. And, and it's, 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 it's a page turner. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, there's certain parts in the story where, like, like after a while i mean i think towards the end of the of the manga which is pretty fucking long um i was like are you seriously adding in a new character right yeah, now yeah that, that <laughs> like, definitely like fucking another happens. one that 100 percent happens where you're like i think it's like 60 fucking episodes in and there's like a new fucking character and you're like are what what are you doing? Yeah, Stop! Like how, what? Yeah, like you're gonna give me this whole this person's entire backstory. You're definitely just gonna kill them. Uh, like you know, it's it's really wild. Um, but yeah, that was that was but, super great. Um, and then, uh, new episodes of Way of the House Husband came out. Okay, so I watched. Right I haven't watched all of it, but like basically, I, I had friends in town. I had uh, uh, Grant was here for like two weeks and, and my other friend Mike was here for like two weeks too. Um, so at night I, uh, I introduced them to way of the house husband husband cause I thought they would enjoy it and they did. So restarted that and watched a good amount of that. Nice. And that's one with like five minute episodes or something well, like it, that. It, it has, I think each episode is five minutes, but like it still does like a full regular 20 minutes. It's just, there's four episodes in each episode. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right on. Yeah. Yeah, I, uh, I, I hear the manga is really good, too. It's it's a fun... Well, I, I've heard the manga is really good. The anime is like an animated manga. So it, it okay. has that simplistic animation where it's like, basically, you're just seeing colored manga panels with very minimal animation on them. Yeah. So it almost feels like you're watching the manga. And then uh, we also watched all of uh, Blood Sea. Oh, yep, yep, yep. You're right. I totally forgot about that, but we watched all of Blood Sea on top of that. <laughs> it's, it's to a certain degree, it is forgettable. Like, a lot of people, like, okay, so uh, we have a reputation for recommending anime. Like, you know, talking about great anime, right? Right. Like, that's kind of what we do. Um, <laughs> Blood Sea so doesn't think, uh, necessarily think... fall into that category. <laughs> I think people got the wrong idea with our Blood Sea episode. Like, we're not... We're not saying that Blood Sea is a great anime. All I was saying was that it's good for like Halloween time. 
You know what I mean? It's not something that you have to like fucking I, murder. I really your brain thought about. the ending really made that clear because you started talking about yeah. the bunnies. Yeah, and apparently that's, all, that's the entire reason that I chose that show was because of episode twelve. Yeah. It's the only yeah. reason to choose that show. Yeah, like it, it, that. Like Blood Sea is so violent. It is so unreasonably, unnecessarily fucking violent, and I love. I love that it was made by a you know it was like written by a bunch of girls. Yeah, <laughs> like, kids just skip to episode twelve. Got it. Yeah, it's twelve episodes long. So I would skip to episode six if you really wanted to skip. Skip to episode six because everything from episode six is pretty is pretty great. Um, the the intro can be a little bit slow. Yes. Um. I, I think Devin would really like that anime just because of the fact that like you got your big titty goth girlfriend who lives in a Shinto shrine with a French cafe right across the street from it. That's like everything that she likes in one <laughs> tiny spot. <laughs> like, the fucking oh my like when I saw the French cafe, I was like, Are you fucking kidding me? Like this is like this is like an emo girl's fucking Instagram, like the show. <laughs> I mean, it, it was not like a great watch, but it was fun. I enjoyed watching it. Yeah, it's, you know, it was fun. Yeah, exactly. That's the point. It was just, it was fun. It was outrageous. Like it really was. I mean, like what the f- like? There's so much shit in that show that is completely unanswered. Um, that just like the Shrove Tide. Like what the fuck I, I is a fucking Shrove Tide? So we we actually have a viewing party scheduled for. I can't remember fucking when. Uh, but here, wait, I've just put up the schedule, uh, before we started this on the ninth, we're watching Blood right. Sea, The Last Dark. So we're going to have the full story on no. the ninth. And then we do, oh, we do the podcast literally right before. Maybe we should switch those that week. Maybe we could do, do the Patreon podcast first and then do, uh, the Bonsai podcast after we've watched Blood Sea, The Last Dark. Sounds good to me. Yeah. Yeah. So like, if you haven't, if you're in the Patreon, you haven't watched Blood Sea yet. It's on Funimation. Um, like I said, like if you want to, you can skip to episode six and then kind of go from there. Uh, you probably won't be too lost, other you than the fact that you could probably watch episode one and then skip straight to episode six. Like episode yeah. one would set it up, and then episode six, nothing really would have changed, except for the fact that like you do get kind of introduced to the Shrove Tide idea where there's yeah. like this covenant yeah. and like but it doesn't really matter you, you, you and get, then there's the dog <laughs> you get introduced you'll miss the to... boobs wait what i think the boobs are in episode five right i don't think so you're talking about when she's in the bath shower yeah i think that's they're not great boobs the animation is only good in the fights <laughs> that's true 100 percent true but i i, the I animation think that's like episode elsewhere. seven or eight uh oh okay yeah, because it's it's after what happens in in episode six. Okay. Yeah. Um. And if the dog doesn't make any sense to you, don't worry. The dog doesn't make any fucking sense anyway. <laughs> um. The dog is from like some other clamp, uh, or clampu, uh, fucking um, manga or something like that. Clamp is just amazing in general. Uh, like it, like it, grab anything by clamp. Mm-hmm. I recommend it. Like they're just they're really good. If you want uh if you want a real mind fuck, read Clover. Clover is so weird. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, also we're we're um, all about like supporting women mangaka too. 
Yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. So, like, anytime we can um, throw something out there that we, is like, by the way, this is made by a woman, go support them. Good stuff. Yeah, and apparently Holic is really good, too. I've heard Obviously, that. everybody loves Cardcaptor Sakura. Um, Cardcaptor Sakura is just something great to throw on. I mean, on that's something that we anytime. should cover at some point. Yeah, totally. Um, X, <laughs> I'll leave that one up to you guys. <laughs> you said we're going to cover X. <laughs> we are going to cover X, uh, but... I mean, I have X on VHS still. I've carried that thing around me with me forever. Um, but yeah, it's uh, it's wild. Um, Clamp is just good in general. Uh, have you have you watched anything else? Is that not enough? I yeah. mean, might as well cover what what we've done. I, I I think that's everything. That's everything I can think of. I I was gonna watch Shaman King, but then we changed our schedule around, so I haven't started it. That's fine. Um. Yeah, Shaman King, that's going to be another tricky one because it's very long and uh, all of the omnibuses have not come out yet. Um, So I'm like working off of like four omnibuses right now and then I'm going to have to jump on to the fucking manga like fucking scanlations and shit. And, so and apparently there's like a new um, Shaman King that's coming out now too, I think. Or like a remake yeah, or something. Yeah, that's the one... Yeah, th- so that one is on Netflix. Right. Uh is the new Shaman King. So it's already come out. Um the original one is like <laughs> we're covering a lot of like early 2000s anime right now. Mm-hmm. Um and early 2000s anime is not the best looking anime. <laughs> uh if you look at uh if you look at the original Shaman King, it's not a great looking anime. It's like one of those ones that was on Jetix uh-huh. back in the day a lot. You remember Jetix? I don't, but uh, it, it was like Disney teen. Okay. It was like teen Disney. Gotcha. And that was where like most people watched uh, Naruto. Um, Kit says MySpace anime. Yeah. It, like, um, so I guess on my end, obviously I've watched uh, Blood Sea. Um, that was a lot of fun. Uh, again, it's just like a total gore fest with like a hot chick who's not overly sexualized. Really, She's really not. Uh, basically not like, at all. I think that, yeah, like I said, tasteful nudity. It's not like. Like she was in the bath, that was it. And most of the time her tits were covered up anyway. And so that was like, the only scene like that. Yeah, yeah. And then there's like some panty shots, but it's like it's like this person is dying and their skirt is up a little bit. You know, it's not like Ooh, Well, look they're at the literally panties, being you know? hung upside down. Yeah. Oh well yeah, I was thinking more about the teacher oh, in that case. But right. yeah. Yeah. Yeah, those girls. <laughs> and like if you if you can get off to the twins, uh when their underwear shows, then go go you to have therapy. Other problems, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah. So so that was a lot of fun. Um, I've been keeping up with two seasonals. Um, holy shit! One seasonals. is yeah. One is the world's greatest assassin is reincarnated as an aristocrat. Oh, I've in heard. Another world I heard about that. Like that. That sounds interesting. It's a re- it's really good so far. Um, it's a little bit fucked up. But I mean, I mean, it's a story about an assassin. It's anime, yeah, yeah. It's it's not it's not. It, mm, I recommend it. Uh, just don't go in there if like you're you know really sensitive to things. I guess you know what I mean. It's definitely a it's definitely a mature anime. Mm. I think you know. There's a little bit of like, I mean, the guy, yeah, the guy's an assassin. Like, there's a little bit of like manipulation going on, stuff like that. It's weird. It's it's weird. Okay. Um. Yeah, Nisekai where the MC is an old badass when he dies. Yeah, 
what if Gogol 13, but then Isekai? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, so that one is really good. And then there's another one, uh, something evolution. Let me, let me see. I'm going to, I'm going to find it out right now. Um, evolution anime new, uh, no, not Pokemon evolution. <laughs> God damn Fruit it. Fruit of evolution says kit. Yes. Yeah. What's it called? Fruit of evolution. Uh, fruit of evolution. Um, yeah, I guess it's just called the Fruit of Evolution. I didn't know that. Uh, that one is a lot of fun. It's another uh, isekai type. Yeah, it's an isekai. Um, it's definitely... This one is a little bit fat-phobic. Um, it, it's definitely fat-phobic, but uh, it's it's a funny show, um, and I'm enjoying it quite a bit. Uh, and, like, I mean, when I say fat-phobic, like, basically the, the main character is kind of, like, a chubby, like, chibi-type dude. And then um, he gets very handsome because reasons. And then, like, later in the series, he's like, my, I was a fat slob, you know, like, blah, 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 or something like that. So, mm-hmm. like, you know, if that if that shit bothers you, then, you know, that's gonna... With really bad BO, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he was bullied because he was fat. So, yeah, it's, you know, it's very tongue-in-cheek. It, it, again, like, I don't... <sighs> everybody gets gets so offended about things i it's hard you know like anime is just kind of like <laughs> the japanese view on physicality uh and it's not just japan it's you know a lot of like china and korea is really bad but like their view on physicality is very um what's the word Skewed. strict not strict <laughs> but it's very shrewd i would say you know what i mean like like when you go to korea they say hi what's your name how much do you weigh you know what I mean? Wait, really? Like that's that's just yeah. Wait, really? Yeah. Like uh like my boss uh at one of my old jobs was Korean and his wife was a white girl. They went to Korea together and she said she got asked how much she weighed like a thousand times. Weird. They're just it's important to them, you know? It's just they're like there's like Korea is the number one plastic surgery capital of the world. Yeah, it's just like, you, you know, know, if you did that here, that would be so fucking rude, you know? Yeah, but there's just very typical, you know? And and it's not... It's been proven to not be healthy for people. Well, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, uh, but then again, you know, I only know first-generation American Koreans mm-hmm. that deal with that from their parents. Right. You know? So it's like they go to the they go to American schools with American values, and then they go home, and your, their parents are like, you're not perfect! <laughs> you know? Well, like, there's a lot of cultures so, that can... Uh attest to that type of parent mentality yeah yeah it's it's very and i think when you know you have this uh very traditional korean family that's living in america with kids who are very american uh you get that cognitive dissonance Mm -hmm. right whereas in like korea everybody's kind of like that so it's not as like traumatic you know what i mean there's been studies that have been done on like people in history where it's like you know if death and murder is an everyday thing from the time that you're born until you die, you don't get affected by it as much, you know, mm-hmm. like uh, you look back at like the Roman Colosseums and stuff like that. Like people went to that for fun, not to get traumatized, mm-hmm. you know, <laughs> like it's it's fucked up, but it you know, it's just kind of the way it is. You just kind of are like, you know, uh, what's the word? Um, immune to it or whatever, you know, you just get used to yeah. it. So I don't, I don't know. Again, like that's the problem with comparing cultures and saying this is right and this is wrong it's like i don't know yeah you know soviet russia 
all the all the people in the gulags. That was wrong. <laughs> you know, that's easy to say that that was wrong because it was a violation of human rights. Uh, people being a little bit, uh, you know, centered around you know people's physical appearance. Like, I don't know. Is that right? Is it wrong? I don't know. Um, desensitized. Yeah, that's that. Thank you, Kit. Um, but uh, so yeah, uh, been keeping up with those seasonals. I'm really liking them. Um, and I finished reading Monster a while ago, uh, which was really good. I'm caught up more or less on what is out for Shaman King right now, as far as the the recent re-releases of manga, mm-hmm. um, in their omnibus, uh, form. Um, I read the new Kenosuba light novel that came out. Um, there's only two left, I think, to come out. Um, it was really good. Like Kenosuba is just it's Kenosuba. You know what I mean? <laughs> you, like this you one. You know what is, you're getting one, into. <laughs> Yeah, and it's always it's just like not every light novel is the same like level of good. Like fourteen uh was okay. Um they go back to the Crimson Magic Village. A lot of it has to do with like uh Union, um, you know, and that one was like, all right, I I like Union for the most part. I just feel like that novel in particular didn't have that much like going on that was like really funny and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um but fifteen was really good. Uh so that that one um they took down another demon uh, king general. Um, it was really funny. It, it, it was so it was so funny, honestly. <laughs> like I was like cracking up while I was reading it. Um, so I enjoyed that quite a bit. Uh, I'm trying to think. Like I know I've picked up other stuff. I got a bunch of books on Japanese history that I'm like making my way through. Nice. Um, like pretty big thick books. I, I also uh, and I then... forgot, but I meant to mention that uh, I was planning. I haven't actually started, but I'm planning on watching Psychopaths. Oh, that's a, that's a fun. Anime. Yeah, I figured like we haven't covered that yet. There's a couple that we like really haven't covered that I'd like to hit on next year. Like Psychopaths would be a good one. Steinsgate, Parasite, Parasite, Steinsgate. Yeah, yeah. Just have like a whole science fiction year. <laughs> we don't do enough science fiction, and people love the science fiction anime. Yeah, and there's so much fucking science fiction anime. We could do like Code Guys. Yeah, uh, or yes. Geass. Yeah, you know, like. That's, yeah, well, uh, the year of it, of bonsai pop sci-fi. Yeah, <laughs> can, hope you like sci-fi. We can do uh, <laughs> Legends of the Galactic Heroes. <laughs> yeah, ooh, I like that. Fucking uh, just do a bunch of like mech anime and stuff like that. Finally, cover Gurren Lagann, piss everybody off, and lose all of our fans. <laughs> um, I'm just like, I'm just not a big trigger trigger guy. I know, you know, I know. I mean? We've been through it, like, dude. It's gonna be the same thing as Promare. Yeah. Oh yeah, serial experiments. Oh, lane. we could do Lane. Might uh, be able to do like Blue Gender or something like lane that. Would, that would be lane cool. would be fun. Lane would not yeah. be fun. What uh, am I saying? Lane would be fucking a mind fuck. Yeah, uh, that's so. I left a um just quick oh, Ghost, yeah, in, Ghost the shell. in the Shell. Yeah, we should do we should do hack. a lot of these. Fuck dot hack. I'm not touching dot hack. <laughs> <laughs> You write me the dot hack script <laughs> and I'll fucking do it and I'll give you credit. I'm not fucking touching dot hack. That's too much. Um, maybe, maybe when we're like 10 years in like Gigak, when he finally decided to do fate, right? I'll do dot hack. Yeah. Um, but when yeah, there's nothing so left. I left a, I left a comment on, um, mother's basements, like one of his most recent videos, the one about vampire anime. Mm-hmm. Um, he actually wanted to work with us on that one. Um, God, thank God we didn't 
take him up on the offer. Yeah, because uh, we would have like, completely yeah. fucked him over. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, my aunt getting in the hospital was just, it was bad timing. It was, October was not a good month on the personal home front for either no. one of us. It, Tyler emergency in the beginning of the month, Mike emergency in the fucking end of the month, uh, et cetera, et cetera. It was just, like, not fucking good. It's probably, like... Again, January is going to be a very necessary month, and I'm excited to like take you, like hang out with you guys, and give you guys the attention that you deserve. And take a awesome. yeah. We, um, we, you, talk we've talked about it before, but we we are taking January to relax and reset and not burn mm-hmm. out. Because I mm-hmm. I can tell you right now, I'm fucking feeling it. I don't typically feel burnout that hard. I'm fucking feeling it. Yeah. Well, there's just it's just been a lot of emotional it, it, it stress has been a lot of stuff on top of work, and it's really making work like I can tell you right now, my fucking editing for uh, Blood Sea was not my best, and I knew it wasn't my best, no. <laughs> and I did not care. I was like, man, Tyler did a mic on this one, dude. <laughs> Tyler just used anime clips, but you know what? It was fine. Nobody comp- like nobody cares. Yeah. Nobody fucking cares. Like you're you're not that I'm saying that your flair isn't appreciated because people really do like it. You know what I mean? But, like, if it's there, it's great. If it's not there, still good. Yeah. You know what <laughs> I mean? It was like, just, like, it's... when I finished and I watched that, I was like, yeah, this was definitely a B video on my end. <laughs> 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 like, I yeah. did so fucking little to, like, add some spice to the intro and shit. Like, I I typically yeah. like to do more than that, and I, I enjoy doing more than that. Uh, I don't even know if I put any memes in it. The the, the most animating I did was when you were like reading about the fucking oh the shoulders. <laughs> that, that, that made me. Laugh, I thought actually. the shoulders was funny. It's like there's that fucking picture again. <laughs> Take and another fucking you, you picture. The... I don't have any other pictures. dude. That picture is that picture is so shit. Um, <laughs> Luffy says I almost destroyed a monitor last time I did an intro. <laughs> did did yeah. you ever see but that? Yeah, so... By the way. I did. Okay. Yeah, I loved it. I thought you did a great job. You did a great job. You should do that more often. Uh, I, I actually you look better on camera than I do. D- like, totally I look like a disagree. Hobo animal man, right? Hundred percent disagree. <laughs> I don't know. Your, your your beard is real nice. Like you know, you, you, like your background looks good. Like it, I do, it looked good. Uh, it was very, it was very I have a fucking background now. Now my fucking set yeah. would look nice because I got all the the colors and shit going on. I'm just saying it, it looked very professional. I think I think you did a you did a great job. Um, well, I did yeah, have so I Grant's this... lights because he had already brought oh. them up. So I used Grant's lights and his camera. Oh, okay. Yeah. I see. I see. Yeah. See, I don't have any lights. I should probably buy lights. I only have one circle light, and it just washes me out. Yeah. You so probably, like, I, I need to. We had like the umbrella lights, you know, or like you you put the like umbrella mm-hmm. in front of the light and it diffuses the light. Yeah. There's so many, yeah, but there's so many new, like, better, smaller things to oh, get 100%. now. Oh, 100%. It's just, Grant already has yeah. that. No, I know, I know. Um, but yeah, so so I left this, I left this comment on Mother's Basement video about, um, fucking, it would be, like, the fact that they haven't made a Buffy the Vampire Slayer anime is, like, a crime against humanity. A bunch of people were like, fuck yeah, dude, like, that, fuck, dude, how has nobody thought about that, you know? Because it, it just works really well, because at the end of season seven, there, uh, there's a lot of Slayers from all over the world. Mm-hmm. Or, like, even going back in time and doing a Japanese Slayer would be so fucking cool. Uh, and, and, like, dealing with all the Japanese yokai 
and like you know the the Chinese vampires and stuff like this. Just so fucking cool. That would be awesome. I would fucking oh my god. I would give up my firstborn for Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Fucking me too. Anime. So I don't have um, one. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, it, like somebody on there, you know, knew who we were and asked us to cover an anime, uh, which is something that you know happens a lot. Um. And it's, of course, it's something I've never fucking heard. It's always something I've never fucking heard of, and it's in Japanese. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> you know, I don't care. Like, I don't, like, ask me to cover things. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, that's fine. Yeah, that's but totally somebody, fine. like, blew up on them <laughs> in the comments. They were like, look, stop fucking asking them to fucking cover shit that you want them to cover. Like, they're, they're going to cover whatever the fuck they I want. I mean, that's true. And did you know how much they get asked that? Well, it, like, blah, listen, blah, blah. And I was that, like, that person is right and wrong, right? Because it's 100% true that we're going to cover whatever the fuck we want uh you can still ask though we just won't listen to you 99 percent of the time (laughs) or we've already covered what you're asking Uh, that also happens fairly often yeah luthy just said astro boy when exactly like that yeah that's a very typical kind of comment uh except it's like yonoha shigurako when When? you know (laughs) like what the fuck is that dude like Like, we we got another one in our uh i think it was our twitter recently uh let me see if I can pull it up real quick. Oh, that's not Twitter. That I had never fucking heard of also. Uh, where was it? I was just making up words, Luthi. I have no idea what I said. Yoroshiku <laughs> onegaishimasu. <laughs> <sighs> Fuck, I can't fucking find it. Say, say things. That's fine. Oh, here we... Wait, so, wait. so... <laughs> nope, never mind. Say things. Okay, so the best... in I... For people who are interested in getting us to cover something that they want us to cover, you sell it to me, okay? Don't be like, "Hey, can you cover?" Uh, like Karis just said, uh, "I'm not, I'm Naku Korono or whatever." Uh, anyway, like, don't throw some Japanese English at me. Tell me the name of it. Tell me why it's fucking cool, and tell me why I should be interested in it. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta uh, sell it to me. Right, because I'm never gonna remember, you know, like Naku Korono. Uh, Kara says it was a joke. Um, I'm never gonna remember that, but I will remember if you give me a thought out comment, message, something like that about why this anime is fucking dope. Like, like this you know, person. Don't spoil it. This person messaged us on Instagram, and they said, "I'll, I'll skip over the first part." But they was like, "Stay with me." Steel Angel Kurumi, early to mid two thousands. Shit is gold. Comically bad dub with uh, with La Ad Studios. Boobs all day. Lesbian love triangles. Creepy stalker ladies. Weird obsessed with a definitely underage boy. Yikes on trikes. Fake science magic. <laughs> gender fluid side characters. Time travel. Like, uh, who sent this to us? Like, shout him out because this sounds great. Uh, her name is Mary. Mary, thank you. Uh, what's their at? Uh, Juturna91. There you go. It's probably G-Turna. G-Turna? I mean, it's G- J. I don't know. It's a J. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah, I don't... Anyway, thank you for the recommendation. Sounds awesome. Uh, Sounds I ridiculous. I never read Instagram messages. Uh, I should read Instagram messages because our Instagram is way more popular than our Twitter. I also don't read our Twitter messages. I'm sorry, everybody. Like, I just... Like I will get to it. Sounds it like eventually. we could never fucking cover this without it being demonetized. You think? Yeah, we Blood Sea still monetized. 
Blood Sea has a full on titty in it. Does it? And the it, yeah, yeah. I left the titty in there. I was really, I was really like playing with the with the out like the bots this time, mm. just to see what we could get away with. You know what I mean? And Blood Sea has full on titty in it. It's got a crotch shot leg split, uh, death. Yep, and more blood than anything we have ever covered. Is that true? Yeah, more than Helsing. Yeah, like you think? I don't. I think we were pretty. I think we edited Helsing heavily. I think we got rid of all the swastikas. Cole just for the jo- most part. just choked on G Fuel when I said Steel Angel Kurumi. <laughs> <laughs> Steel Angel Kurumi. Maybe maybe we can try like a viewing party for it and see if it's actually something that we'd want to cover. I'm I'm unconvinced <laughs> based on the description. <laughs> Dude, I'm I'm done to check it out. Well, I might have yeah, actually. We can seen check this. it out, but whether or not we cover it is a whole different story. <laughs> it looks familiar to me. <laughs> it looks it looks familiar. Anyway, so uh, all right, so um, yeah, that was my that sell and animate to me you're 100% more likely to get my 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 ears perked up, you know what i mean? Um so anyway, uh Cole's gift just broke. Um what was i what was i fucking talking about? Anyway, um the thing that i've been most focused on uh is is Gaunts. Um so Gaunts is one of those those <laughs> manga anime that people have been asking for 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 ever. fucking ever dude and recommending and again nobody ever sold me on it nobody ever told me what it was about like i'm sorry you want me to you want me to fucking cover something tell me about it i'm not going to go look up the fucking wiki all right tell me about it tell me why it's cool you know what i mean mm-hmm. like like and then i'll be interested um but yeah so i finally i finally started uh i picked up gaunts it was um it's being re- re-released right now in an omnibus form um there are 7 volumes out so technically that's 21 um and right now volume 5 is almost impossible to get i was lucky and i snagged it for the normal price on barnes and noble so if you are trying to collect those or you're interested in collecting those volume 5 check out barnes and noble um, before you start collecting, because otherwise you're either going to pay, you know, $200 for it, or you're not ever going to get it. Um, there is a manga shortage right now. It's a major problem. It has stopped me from being able to collect Chainsaw Man. It stopped me from being able to collect Monster. Um, like right now uh, for Monster, I have like two, three, and four, and that pisses me off to no end. Like my, like I almost want to take it off my shelf because I'm mad uh, that I can't get volume one. And all the ones that are sold out are being scalped by fucking eBay shitheads. So they're all like ridiculously expensive, like $200 for a fucking copy of uh, the first volume of Chainsaw Man. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like it's, it's, it's awful. It's awful. Um, it, same thing with Dorohedoro uh, or Dorohedoro, uh, the last volume. Like right. I was so lucky to have a super nice uh, person on Twitter send me one uh because she bought two and it was like it like she worked to send that to me because my there was issues with my p.o box and all sorts of stuff it, it, she very sweet thank you so much um 
But yeah, uh, so Gaunt. I've been reading Gaunt. Gaunt is wild. I don't know how I feel about it. Um, the anime is... It it looks like shit. <laughs> uh, it is streaming uncut on Funimation right now. Um, I know, I'm sure I've upset a lot of people by saying that, but it looks like shit. It looks like an early 2000s anime. Um, and they all have this like weird look about them. Like I don't know what it would. And the thing is, is that it's done by a good studio. Uh, it's not Madhouse. It, it's uh, it starts with an R. You said um, it's on Funimation. Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna uh, and in right the now. it's only like twenty six episodes. That's um, nice. Yeah, but the manga is very long. So the first like five or six episodes that I've watched so far have been pretty, um, pretty like just looking close. at like the thumbnails. This looks insane. It, it's. It, it Gantz is like it's very next level. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, it was produced by Gonzo. Oh, so okay. l- yeah, uh, so like you'd think it would look really nice. It looks like shit. <laughs> um, and I think a lot of that is because it's using those uh, those early like CGI things. So it's like wow, it it's does not look like shit. Yeah, like some of it. Some of it is. You know, they'll do, like, weird CGI, like, pan shots, uh, but the anime characters would be, like, totally flat. Um, it, it's, it's I just watched like, the slowest fucking pan in the history of anime, where nobody yeah, moved. Yeah, some of the, some of the shot compositions are really strange. Oh my strange. god, this is, I'm, like, watching a guy, like, run down a railroad, or, like, a subway thing and he's yeah. like running at like a different speed than like it's zooming that is the worst part of it that like <laughs> there is no sense of inertia in the anime um you know because i've been like watching an episode here or there while i'm like reading through i'm like on omnibus five so i'm like uh like 15 or so uh volumes in but like it's it's there is no sense of inertia in the anime it doesn't move right. Like, the speed is not right. The hits don't, like, hit right. It's very what fucking strange. Fu- Every I, single zoom it, feels wrong. It's, it's fucking digital zooms, yeah, it, dude. It, it's That's just why. wrong. Like, it's like what we do. <laughs> it's not a camera zoom. It's a digi zoom, and it looks like but shit. I, I know <laughs> how to make a paradox effect better than that. Like, mm-hmm. if you watch, like, our, uh... Oh, a Parallax? Parallax, that's Parallax. what I meant. Parallax. Yeah, Parallax. Like, if you watch yeah. our, uh... Fucking, what was it? Our, uh... <sighs> what? Shit, we... It, it was, uh... One, one of the Figurama ones that we did. With the, the single dude, giant fucking rooms. Tiny rooms. Oh, what? uh... Fucking... Uh, the, starts with a B, I think. And Killy. Yeah, <laughs> I think it starts with a B. I can't think of Blame! it Blame! Thank Blame. you! Blame! <laughs> thanks kid blam um so yeah it, it's it's a it's a really ugly yeah anime. if you watch that um, fucking video i did better zooming i did better parallax effects in that video than are in this anime mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah and like sometimes like again sometimes they'll do these big cgi like zoom pans and like it, the anime characters will be flat and like it's just sur- like surreal in a bad way um 
Cole says Gantz is like Elfin Lead. Everybody seems to love it for its super violence, but can't remember anything else about it. <laughs> to be fair, the Elfin Lead anime kind of fucking sucks too. Like, I know I'm going to be upsetting a lot of people, but like, it just stops. You know, it cuts a lot of things out from the manga. Um, I don't know what happens to Gantz as it goes, but the fact that it's only 26 episodes is not heartening. <laughs> oh my God, these soups are um, so bad. There's a lot of tits and gaunts, uh, the anime. Uh, there's even more in the manga. So so this is like one of the, you know, like I'm all about titties, dude. Like I love titties, you love titties, we all love titties. Titties are great. Uh, the female form is a beautiful thing. Um, there is definitely, like, gaunts is hard to, it's, it's hard to explain. Because I think I can't tell if the author is a bad person or not. <laughs> <laughs> um, and it's frustrating because I can't tell if he is making uh, a statement or if he's just a homophobic, like, objectifier. <laughs> This feels <laughs> you like know? it's also in like twelve frames a second or something. It's weird, it's, man. It really it's is weird. Very. It feels wrong. Yeah, it's it's super weird. But they just got hit by like yeah, the so, slowest moving train in the world. <laughs> what? Yeah, it's, it, like I said, it's, <laughs> right? That inertia is not supposed to make the, their heads fly off. <laughs> <laughs> so one thing i can say about gods is that the manga is very good <laughs> are you watching their heads fly off right now <laughs> that was so wait, fucking wait till, stupid wait till you get to the butter dog dude this is episode one um yeah holy fuck uh, all right, I'm gonna stop watching again. It. Like, like I said, the animation just does that, not do it any any that justice. Was bad. But uh, the manga is very good, and and every but the thing again, like I said, like every single chapter beginning has a naked girl on it. For Gaunt's? every single chapter has like yeah, of Gaunt's has it has a has like a naked half naked tits out crotch out. Like I'm talking full bush. Are they like, important? No, some of them aren't even characters <laughs> in the. What? in the in the in the thing and like so there are there are sections like and again i don't really care like do what you want to do right you know but like be straight up about it you know and he was in one of the like the mid um volume kind of like end of the volume thing you know there's like interviews with the with the creator and stuff like that and he's like i just he's like i love big tits i really love big titties like huge tits they're like my favorite thing um, he's like, I love drawing them. And I guess like part of the, uh, one of the ways that he got famous in the first place was, uh, he, his name is, uh, Hiroya, Hiroya Oku. Um, one of his first like manga submissions was, uh, this short story and there was like a sex scene in it and he made a screen of a boob moving, right? So it was kind of like the tr- the path of this like breast and nipple moving, right? That that gave a sense of action. He, he right? got famous for boob movement. 
on a still image. Yes. That's and it's been he's like the father of like <laughs> like some of the like a lot of like hentai and do, uh, doujinshi. Re- really feels like there should because have been a of mother that technique of that and not a father. <laughs> and he was like, "Well, I mean, whatever. You know, like anybody can draw a tit, but like uh it's like he it, like he did say, you know, he was like, I was very chagrined that the only thing that people talked about in that manga was that drawing of the boob. <laughs> you know, he was like, I would, I, I would have liked if, you know, they actually liked the manga, but they really did like how I, how I, I drew a boob in action. Yeah, I, I've been poking um, through the covers. About half of them are naked women. Yeah, yeah, and, or and if they're not naked women, it's dressed very well and well, down. No, there, there are other um, ones, but. They're few and far between. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot of objectification in the manga. But, again, this is where I can't tell if he's like just a bad person or if he's making a statement. Because the main character is a 10th grader. And he is obsessed with sex. And women. And tits. You know what I mean? Like a 10th grade boy is right sometimes depending on the, depending on the 10th grade boy but i can understand that well, you know like, what i mean, I mean like I i'm pretty I sure from the time horny fuckhead in 10th grade yeah like like from the time that i was 12 until i was like 21 it was like tits and sex fucking and sex pussy and sex you know like that's literally that was like all that was on my mind all the time you know it was like how can what I'm doing get me sex eventually? <laughs> you know, like how how what way can I pedal my bike that will make me more sexually appealing? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like so, and and uh. this kid does like really bad things. Uh, there's this one point where he takes a girl in um, who needs somewhere to stay, and he expects sex out of it. Yeah, you know? that's a really bad and, fucking thing. Yeah. And, you know, she is, like, really into this other dude, and it, it's actually gone into better in the anime than it is in the manga. But, like, when she says no, he kicks her out of his fucking house. Wow. But again, you know, that's like, is he just creating a real character with flaws? Or is he... Or is this coming from the way that he feels about things? Right. You know what I mean? No, like, no, I hear you. Like, yeah, I mean, it, it's it's like you know, Rumiko Takahashi and uh, uh, fucking, I can't think of his name right now. The old guy. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. Exactly. Uh. Fucking, um, That's it. Yeah. Yeah. Hapasai. Yeah. So it, it's like, in one way, the the main character K is very realistic for kind of like a shitty teenage boy. And like this manga is full of shitty people. Mm -hmm. Like, like there are good people, uh, but there is a lot of shitty people. Um, and you know, I think uh, like sex plays a lot of, uh, a big role in this manga for sure. And I, again, I, I have yet to figure out if it is a really well done characterization or motif or if it's just gratuitous you know what i mean because the Mm -hmm. idea of the anime is that or the manga the story is that people uh die 
and then they're brought into this room with this orb and they are given weapons and a power suit and sent out to kill aliens they have a time limit uh and there's rules right you can't go out of bounds or your head will explode um you have to kill all of the aliens uh you know uh etc 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 you can't talk about it because you are allowed to leave after you go home so basically like when you die this thing makes like a photocopy of you right and it it, it and it's called gaunts and it'll make mistakes right so like one of the characters mm. uh committed suicide but was rescued but because her heart stopped you know she was she was like you know faxed into this like gaunts room and shit like that and now there's two of her right and uh, it's i see it's super fucking violent and honestly it can be like very unnerving sometimes and scary you know and like there are like i said there are like some bad people in this manga you know it deals with people from uh the yakuza it deals with biker gangs like deals with like punks from school uh there's uh and again with the homophobic thing like i can't tell if it's homophobic or if he's just making characters that are shitty you know what i mean like there's this one mm-hmm. gay guy uh who's like a, a senior in high school and his plan is to like rape this one dude right so this one dude ends up kicking the shit out of him and it's like okay but i also haven't seen a good portrayal of a gay person yet you know what i mean like like right uh yeah. and then there's another guy who like <laughs> gaunts so gaunts is like I, I still haven't, I don't know what it is yet, but um, it has a, a sick sense of humor, right? So, like, the girl, it calls her tits. Um, it calls, like, one of the guys Aaron Boy. Uh, it has a nickname for everybody, it's, it's, basically. It's like a machine? It's like an AI or something? Kind of, but there's also a person inside of it that is, like, comatose oh, and, like, right. hooked up to it and naked. I don't know. It's very strange. Um, and, like... It, it, it called this one dude homo right and when they found out he was gay everybody like kind of started avoiding him you know what i mean so again it's like is he showing homophobia as being a bad thing or is he homophobic like i can't fucking figure it out like i can't figure out if uh you know if uh fucking hiroya oku is is a good guy or you know a piece of shit (laughs) like i really don't know and i there's nothing really like on him uh that would necessarily yeah like his bio is is super fucking short you know is a japanese manga artist creator of gaunts uh gigant hen inuyashika or inuyashiki and uh he's influenced by katsuhiro otomo who is best known for akira there's a lot of Akira and um, uh, Fist of the North Star reference in this manga. Um, in mm. fact, the guns work like uh, Ken's fist, right? So, like, there's a lot, oh, like, there's really, yeah. So, like, you shoot, and then there's a delay, and then the things explode. You know, like from the inside. <laughs> okay. Yeah, it's really fucking cool. Um, and uh, he was influenced by Roichi Ikigami. Um, best known for crying freeman um and heat uh which were written by budonson who is the guy who did fist of the north star so yeah this this makes sense and again you know the fist of the north star guy is not that guy 
Um, Akira, it, like that's that's not bad either. I think that you know it's edgy. Obviously, like Akira was very edgy. Fist of the North Star was very edgy. So I think that like well, it's it's going to be one of those things where it's like people are going to have different opinions, right? Like some people think that uh, that Rama half is uh, super. Uh, like bad oh you yeah know? like hom- yeah homophobic and stuff like, like that, homophobic sure. and shit where it's like well no there's a character written like that for sure mm-hmm. you know like but there's a point behind it i think i think the 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 main thing is going to be you know is there a point for the people being bad is, is there a reason for them to be bad yeah you know is there a reason for all this like sexuality and and sexual depiction like his manga right. often and- contains explicit violence sexual depictions and matters that are considered taboo by the public He's also known as a pioneer of the use of digital processing for uh, manga backgrounds. So he is known for covering taboo shit with explicit violence and sexual depictions. Yeah, but but the question is why? Is there a reason for it? You know, like there's a lot of taboo shit that you can cover. And if you cover it well and you have a reason for it, it's like, well, okay, no, this isn't bad. This is a fucking work of art. Yeah, exactly. And, And I... I'm getting I'm getting a vibe that Gaunt's isn't just about like fucking killing aliens and and titties. You know what I mean? Cuz and and like it's really really good with tension and mm. and like a little bit of like fright. Like there there was parts in Gaunt's that got more of an illicit response from me than most manga that I've read. Whether it's, you know, disgust or shock or sadness or, you know, like Gantz is very, it's like as a manga, it is a very emotional ride. Um, But I'm wondering if there are ties to like teenage male sexuality in the entire thing, you know, like maybe this like Gantz thing is kind of like a metaphor for the turmoil, you know, like I, it's, 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 it's hard to having not finished it yet it's hard to give a definite opinion on it but um you know like there's definitely points where i was like "Eh, eh but i'm also really enjoying it so i guess i can't complain you know like it's it's hard to it's like uh cock warlock says projection or condemnation you know it's like i i haven't finished it yet i have to finish it and i think part of that you know that might be part of his things like you know like don't fucking say anything until you finish it um, because with gods, you really don't know what's coming. Like you really, well, I, don't I guess know. we'll find out. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and I have a feeling that the anime is probably not indicative of whatever it is, um, that mm-hmm. Gantz was trying to portray. Um, anyway, Tyler, got one last section. This is like a super bonsai podcast. Uh, let's, let's talk a little bit about video games. What you've been, what you've been playing. You think I've had time to play video games? You're funny. You haven't played any video games? I have played... I played one night with Neonosis, and we played Deep Rock Galactic. I played one night with Krona, and we played Dead by Daylight. And that is the only ga- video games I have played in over two weeks. Nice. Okay. Well, That's it. That makes it, that m- it makes this easy. Um, so... Yeah. B- basically, when I've had time, I've been playing with patrons... Yeah. Uh, well, Neo actually he messaged us about uh, some Patreon stuff, and he was like, "By the way, I'm around if you want to play games." And I was like, "Fuck yeah, I want to play games." So we we went and we we got our fucking ass handed to us. 
in uh, Deep Rock Galactic, but it was a really good time. Oh, yeah. Neo's a fucking funny dude. He's a very funny assassin. <laughs> you gotta have a sense of humor if you're gonna go around the world, you know? Well, yeah, I mean, how else are you gonna get into the places you need to get into? Yeah, exactly. You gotta be super personal. Yeah. <laughs> no, Neo, Neo's <laughs> funny all the time. Like, you know, it's... Yeah, he's, it, it, it was a really, really good time hanging out with him. Yeah. I haven't gotten to do that in, like, a long-ass time. Yeah. Uh, But, but it, it was very fun. Right on. Well, I have actually been playing... Uh, not a long time, but I've been playing quite a few uh, different games. So um, I've been in a real shmup phase. Um, so I have been playing uh, Gunbird 2 on the Switch. I've mostly been playing the Switch. Buddy? Gunbird 2, huh? Yeah, Gunbird 2. It's it's a. I really like the, the Japanese um, bullet hells where uh, you kind of play as like a flying person. Um, mm. I, I ended up back into this, uh, into this phase because of cotton reboot. Um, and then, cause that's a lot of fun. Cotton is, we, we talked about it last time. Um, but cotton reboot is a lot of fun. Um, I do like cute em ups quite a bit, uh, which are basically like, you know, there's shoot em ups just like with goofy looking enemies and, you know, like imagine hello kitty being a shoot em up. Um, <laughs> that sounds awesome. Right. Exactly. So, uh, yeah. Then I got an email from a PR company on like my personal email, right? Because we've, you know, I've used literally all my emails to go to PAXs before. Uh, so like all my emails get different offers. And one of them was from, you know, somebody who was like, oh, hey, we got review codes for this new cotton game coming out, you know? And I was like, fuck yeah, give me that review code. Uh, so I got a review code for cotton 100%. Uh, and then they emailed me the next day and like, we got another cotton game coming out. Cotton Panorama, which was on, um, might have been on the Sega Saturn, which is more of a, uh, fuck, guys, what's that game that's in every single a Space Harrier? It's like Space Harrier, except it's cotton. Um, and I was like, yeah, fuck, give me that review code. Here's my review. Uh, they suck. <laughs> cotton 100%. <laughs> and uh, Cotton Panorama are not uh, great examples of cotton games. Um, they are uh very difficult which is fine um well cotton panorama is not difficult cotton panorama is just not very fun that's the one that's like space harrier i was never a big space Mm -hmm. harrier fan anyway i like the arcade one where you sit in it um and most people have never played that because it's very very rare um in fact uh, i don't know if you remember top hat gaming man um yeah i remember yeah he uh he came to america for a little while and i told him i was like go up to fun spot check it out um fun spots to play that's the world's largest arcade um i grew up around there uh and uh he, it's the world's largest yeah god damn and uh he was he was super stoked because they had the space harrier sit sit in machine um mm. so you know i played that a lot when i was a kid and that's fun but space harrier in general not my favorite game so the cotton one uh not my favorite game the levels lasted fucking forever uh, and it just like it, it was very difficult to hit the enemies. It just wasn't that fun. And then Cotton Hundred Percent is a very bare bones cotton game, especially after playing Cotton Reboot, which is really good. So I highly recommend the reboot. Not too into the other Cotton games. Uh, thank you for the review code. I appreciate it. Um, and then so I got Gunbird Two. Gunbird Two is a lot of fun. Very cool. Very good animation. Very pretty. Uh, I got. Um, and then 
uh, you know, because I was looking at, you know, I was looking up shoot 'em ups because I've been wanting pl- bullet hell shoot 'em ups in particular. Mm-hmm. Um, sorry. Uh, shit. Shmup. Um, and I found this one channel. I can't remember. Uh, Espa Raid. De- uh, oh, yeah. S. Yeah. <laughs> ESP Raid Psy. Okay. Uh, Raid is R A dot D E dot. So S uh, ESP Raid Psy, which uh, is a Japanese arcade game. Um, it is a shoot 'em up bullet hell, and uh, you got like three characters to pick from, and it's available on Switch, but only in the Japanese store. So I had to figure out how to get hmm. and and I found out that a lot of games are only available in the Japanese eShop. No shit. Yeah. So it is a pain in the dick to buy things off of the uh, Japanese eShop. First of all, you have to change your console to Japanese, um, which you have to do online. And you also can't have autopay set up for your family plan. Right. So I had to turn autopay off for whatever reason. Jeez. Um, and then uh, so I get on to the Japanese eShop and it's all in Japanese. <laughs> right so yeah that makes sense yeah so that made it difficult for me to navigate the eShop, let alone find the game that i was looking for so what i had to do is i had to go onto the internet on my computer find the game on nintendo favorite it on the pc and then go into my favorites on the japanese eShop, which again you have to know how to do already but i favorite games all the time are heart games that I want for my wish list. So I know where the wish list is. Um, mm-hmm. So I finally got where I was supposed to go. And then it came time to buy the game. Wouldn't accept any of my cards because none of my mm-hmm. cards transfer into yen. Right. Right. So then I had to go online and buy a fucking Japanese eShop card. Right. <laughs> so <laughs> the eShop cards for America and or in 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 PAL and whatever are not the same eShop cards as the ones for Japan. So I had to find a way to buy a Japanese eShop card. So I had to go on like G2A, you know, and get a code for a Japanese eShop card, but they cost more money than they're worth. <laughs> right? And this game's 50 bucks. So I had to get a 5000 yen fucking uh or yeah, 5000 yen eShop card. And I had to pay $55 for the fucking thing. Piss me off. Right. And then afterwards, I had like a dollar twenty or something left on my eShop card after I finally bought this game. And mm-hmm. then when I turned my shit back to English, it took my money. <laughs> <laughs> it took my dollar twenty-nine. So <laughs> Luthi says, thank you for the dollar, Mr. Pikisri. <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> really, uh, Nintendo just doing what Nintendo does best, huh? Yeah. <laughs> and it was like, I mean, my other option was to order it from Japan, wait two weeks, and spend seventy five dollars right. for the physical copy. You know what I mean? So Jeez. it's like, for a shoot 'em up, you know, like I'm like, yeah. Don't get me wrong, it's amazing shoot 'em up, amazing shoot 'em up in Bullet Hell. Uh, Psy, or ESP Raid Psy. Or ESP mm-hmm. Raw Day Sai is fucking awesome. Um, I enjoyed the hell out of it. I played it for hours. Uh, that's like great. 
um, and I highly recommend it. I will probably have footage of it on an upcoming Bonsai podcast once this Metroid speed run is done, um, which honestly, I don't know if I'm going to have enough. How long have we been doing this? Two hours uh, and 40 minutes. Okay, I have, two, I have plenty of content for the... Uh, two hours and 40? I have two hours and 56, dude. Oh, yeah. Oh, I was sorry. I was just looking at the latest timestamp. Yeah, two hours, 56. Oh my god, we've been 57. doing this for almost three hours? No wonder <laughs> I'm so fucking hungry. <laughs> Alright, so, so, anyway, I've been playing a lot of shmups. Last thing that I've been playing, and I've probably been playing it the most... You ready? It's gonna surprise you. I'm, it's not gonna surprise me. Pikmin Bloom. I'm ready. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not surprised at all. The mobile game. Yeah, I got it. So, so, it's you know I'm not surprised because you fucking talked about it on Twitter. Oh, yeah, that's true. Well, I, I yeah. was complaining about it on Twitter because it has monetization. Yeah, but then I knew that you were playing it. So yeah, so uh, Pikmin Bloom is the newest Nintendo Niantic uh, crossover. What you know, obviously they're famous mm-hmm. for Pokemon Go, and. Uh, yep. It's fucking awesome, dude. Like, well, okay, it's not awesome. I mean, like, if you're looking for like a like an intense gaming experience, Pikmin Bloom is not the game for you. Um, but it doesn't even sound like an intense game. No, yeah, um, Pikmin Bloom. So I love Pikmin. Um, I love the music and everything. It's just awesome. Like, Pikmin is one of my favorite franchises. Uh, and Pikmin Bloom is, I guess, what I would call it is a a walking encourager. Um, so it just makes walking fun. And, mm. you know, the more you walk, the, you know, and, and the more that you like achieve like little goals, the more you level up, the more Pikmin that you're allowed to have in your party, uh, the more places you go, the more options you have for sending your Pikmin out to gather supplies and stuff. You can send them on kind of like little like adventures that have like time limit cooldowns. Um, what, uh, what level are you at? 11. So I have heard or seen, I guess, I think on Arlo's Twitter that at 15, you need to do like a raid or some shit, which means that you need to find other people. Oh, great. Yeah. So I don't, so, I mean, like I haven't been sleeping great. Uh, so this has actually been like a pretty big help, you know, um, cause it's given me a reason to like get off my ass and do some exercise. Like I walked like. Uh, before I took a nap before this podcast, I walked 11,150 uh, something steps today, uh, which is probably more than like my monthly <laughs> step count. <laughs> like we, we don't, we don't walk very much. Our desks are in our rooms. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so we have to go out to walk. Yeah, no, literally. So I've been, I've been riding the, uh, the exercise bike to get steps in, um, cause it will count that on there. I've been uh I've been like going out. And the other really cool thing is um is like you can plant flowers uh while you walk okay. at a certain point. So by the way, I, I did uh I, I found what the tweet I was talking about. It was Shaka Conray. Uh Arlo respond to it. Oh yeah, I'm supposed to play uh, fucking Mario Party with him soon. Um, but he said, got to level 15 in Pikmin Bloom, saw I needed to clear a challenge, looked up what it meant, saw it was a raid battle feature, probably quitting because I have exactly 0% chance of finding one other person who plays this locally. Couldn't even do raids in Pokemon Go. I wonder where Chugga lives. I think he's somewhere in the mid-country. Probably. He's an interesting guy. 
Um, yeah. Devin plays, so maybe me and Devin will be able to play together. Ah, there you go. Uh, there you go. Luthi says Death Valley. <laughs> I seriously doubt he lives in Death Valley, but that would be very impressive. Um, yeah, so so that that was one of the things I was going to say, Cole. Cole says he does 13K on a normal work night. Um, like, if you are uh, somebody who works on their feet, this is a great app for you. Um, because it will, you know, obviously it'll counter steps and stuff like that, but you'll be able to level up like pretty, pretty easily. And, uh, you'll be able to decorate your workplace with beautiful flowers on the Google maps or whatever it uses. Um, and and that's kind of a cool thing is like, you know, so basically like as you go, your Pikmin will, uh, bring you, um, like fruit and stuff like that. When they bring it to you, it gives you nectar. You give the nectar back to the Pikmin. They grow flowers on their heads, and then you can pick the flowers. And then you can use those flowers to then plant them uh, on your walking paths and stuff like that. So today I like planted a bunch of red flowers like all over the park. Um, and then I went up to uh, another city, and I walked all around there, and I planted a bunch of flowers out there. Um, and obviously my house is covered in flowers. Uh, but, you know, the, more, the, the one thing that is a problem Besides the raid, and I think I saw places where you can raid today while I was out, and I was mm. like, "What the fuck is that?" Because like there was this giant flower stem, um, mm-hmm. and uh, so so there is an in-game currency called uh, coins. Okay. You know, keep it simple, I guess. If it, ain't, <laughs> if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Um, and you use coins to buy, uh, like stuff. You know, you can buy like more flowers you know because you only get a certain amount depending on like how active you are and shit um okay so let me let me check this really quickly um was that you like opening the app yeah it has really nice like relaxing pikmin music Mm -hmm. okay so um here is uh so the flower pack like there's packs right so the flower pack costs uh, 480 coins. You get 100 blue flowers, 100 red flowers, two special nectars, and 100 yellow flowers. That is 480 coins. The uh, largest one, the bloom pack, is 1,480. Um, you get like a bunch of detectors and a bunch of tulip petals and you know also like 15 special slots. I don't know what the special slots do, but I imagine they allow you to grow special Pikmin. Um, because there are Pikmin that wear like hats and stuff like that. Um, <laughs> and like, you know, have like themes and shit. Uh, you can buy upgrades. It looks like they're, you can only buy those. They're $2 a piece. That's not terrible, depending on like how much time you're spending with the app. Like the way that I see it is like, if you get an hour of enjoyment out of something, give it a dollar, you know, like, so, so I don't really see that being a, bi- a big issue. The problem is these things that cost coins. Right, so nectar, a hundred nectar is a hundred coins, a single use slot. So you get two well, slots. To... I'm always down to like give money to games if I keep getting content from the games, mm-hmm. but not if it's to give to buy more of the same content. Right, you know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. Um, so you only have two slots to grow Pikmin. Um, from what I think Devin just joined because she's like, "What the fuck are you still doing?" <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> so, so you only get two slots to uh to grow Pikmin. Um, by the way, hun, we talk in the Bonsai Boys streams chat if you had something you wanted to let me know. Um, 
so so you get these single use slots generally when you level up and stuff so you can grow like three pikmin at once or you know five pikmin at once depending on how many you have and then like i said there's these special slots um and i imagine like i said they they will help you grow like you know rare pikmin or stuff like that kind of a gotcha type thing um Mm -hmm. they cost 150 400 uh, to 450 for one to five single use slots and 200 to 600 coins for the special slot or uh, five special slots and then here's the value of the coins a hundred coins is a dollar uh 550 coins is 499 so you get those you know 50 coins extra an extra yeah yeah uh and then you can buy 14,500 coins for $99. So it goes from $1 to 5 to 10 to 20 to 40 to $100, right? Yeah. They should not give you the option to spend $100. I don't like yeah, that. Yeah, that's a fuckload. That is a ridiculous. Like you should never spend $100 on any video game. Ever. Uh... I would do it on the uh, the Yakuza Six one with the whiskey glasses. Sure, but you're not just spending the money on the video game. You're getting something physical. Sure, sure, sure. You know what I, I mean? I see what you're saying. Yeah, I have probably spent over a hundred dollars on Dead by Daylight at this point. Okay, but I, I mean, how many hours have you put into it? You know what I mean? Oh, like hundreds. Exactly. Like I mean, back in the yeah. day, like I I used to fucking put like, you know. Fifty dollars into an arcade asking machine. What I what I what I've bought that every time they come out with a new DLC, which is four times a year, Devin. There's new killers and new survivors with new perks, mm. and it typically costs between five to ten dollars. Yeah, <laughs> she says, "Oh lord," but yeah. So although the newest one I was able to buy with in-game shit that I've had a shitload of for playing for so long, which was awesome. Right. <laughs> so uh, the way that you get coins in game is by planting flowers. Uh, and mm-hmm. I have planted a lot of flowers. Uh, I am level 11. I don't know the total amount of steps that I've, I've walked. Uh, it looks like I've walked somewhere, bet- somewhere around, uh, 26,000 steps. Uh, guess how Seems many, like a lot of steps. guess how many coins that I've made with, with knowing that, Five. knowing that, uh, one single use slot. Is 150 mm-hmm. coins. Guess guess how many coins I've made? Five. Less. Oh shit! Really? Yeah. <laughs> Three. Less. One. Two. I have made two, two. coins <laughs> since I've started you playing. Made two cents worth of playing. Two fucking coins. Oh my god, dude. Yeah. So, if like. Again, um, I think you plant more flowers the more you move around, uh, like, mm-hmm. distance-wise. So I think when I was planting flowers on the bike, I wasn't planting that many flowers. I think the more distance that you travel at a reasonable speed, mm-hmm. assuming that you're walking, you get more, you, you plant more flowers. Uh, but I have 725 hours on my primary Steam account. In Dead by Daylight. Okay, yeah. So I guess a hundred bucks isn't that bad, you know, considering. Yeah. Um when and, I- and I have more on a separate account for when I play with people who are new so they don't get fucked immediately. <laughs> yeah. He's not born, he's adopted, Luthi. <laughs> Doesn't count. <laughs> uh but yeah, uh 
so so I don't I mean, I walked a couple miles today, like only planting flowers, and I only made two coins. So <laughs> Devin just posted a picture of Naru. <laughs> it's a great picture. It makes the best faces sometimes. Um but yeah, uh so if you wanted to buy anything with coins, you're gonna pay money. You know what <laughs> yeah, I mean? You like you're pay. gonna pay money. And if you want to buy anything except for flowers, you're going to spend five bucks. So yeah. I don't know, man. Like it's, it's the money again. Nintendo more always says microtransactions. Yes, shit. exactly. Nintendo is always like, Oh, we're so good about microtransactions. Everybody fucking sucks their dick and fingers are about hole and like makes them feel they're real great good. about it on their actual shit, but they're not making this. Yeah, but they're partnered you with know? it. They have the they they're have partnered the with it, but, but it's like Yeah, but it's like, well, it's not us though. You know, as soon as it's not inside of them, they're like, no, make us fucking money. Yeah, but I, well that's the thing though, is that even still with like uh uh Pocket Camp. Pocket Camp is way worse than this. Because Pocket Camp has loot box uh mechanics that cost money. Yeah. So it's randomized bad. shit. And Mario Kart, I think, isn't much better. But the problem is, is that they expect too much money for their stupid little games. Like, remember when uh, Mario Run came out? It was ten bucks. Everybody was like, "I'm not paying ten bucks." Mario Run. I'm not paying ten bucks for a fucking mobile game. And then Nintendo was like, "Oh well, they're not going to buy our games, so we'll just give them out for free and fuck them over with microtransactions." You know? I guess we did this yeah. to ourselves. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> I don't know. Nintendo would say that we did. We we constantly on this podcast we basically say fuck you Nintendo and it's just another fuck you Nintendo moment. That's all. Yeah. We should get a fucking sound effect for it. What? A f- for every time we have a fuck you Nintendo moment. We're putting Nintendo in the asshole cannon. <laughs> <laughs> We're shooting him into space. <laughs> Everybody but Reggie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, Reggie can. Stay. Reggie stays. Re- <laughs> Reggie stays. Oh god. But yeah, so uh that's 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 it. That's I think I have talked myself. I think out. we've done enough. Yeah, I think I think we have too. Um hopefully Fucking this starving. Yeah, hopefully this I am actually very hungry too. So hopefully this was a good um episode. Again, um Shannon's uh GoFundMe will be in the show notes, so please check that out. Um yep. you can also just find it on our Twitter or on the uh youtube community page tab like it's in many places and when this goes up on youtube it will be in the pinned comment as well and probably in the description um so yeah definitely uh definitely at please please share that's all that's all i ask is just to share you know what i mean um but uh thank you so much for listening today i know that the beginning of this well i think we went in with some the beginning was fun it was all musical yeah and the middle was like let's tell you a story about what's going on yeah give you some give you some history you know yeah because i think it's something that we've all felt before And, and and again if you're feeling tired you know there are ways to take a break you can find a way to take a break. Like I know, I know, I know you're saving that sick day, that vac- you know, that vacation day to you know do fucking something or like go out to the beach or something like that. Take a day. Take a day. It'll be okay. Take a long weekend. Do a Friday, Friday, 
Saturday, Sunday, Monday thing. Your job will, your work will be fine without you. It will be fine without you. Shit will continue to spin. That's why if you get pregnant, they'll just fucking get rid of you if you don't come back. And we've come full circle. <laughs> All right, Tyler, you're going to say bye to the people? No. No? Okay. <laughs> yeah, <All right>. bye, everybody. <laughs> bye. <laughs> Check us out. Uh, Google us. Bonsai Pop. You'll find us. We'll find you. Bye, everybody. Bye.